wasn't black movies, then I still would have heard it later on because I didn't watch black movies when they came out. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I was onto this type of stuff really. I'm not even onto you it. You didn't go to no events with regular black people there. I, I, I not yeah, until college. Went to school at Cranbrook, bro. You know how that go. Come on, don't yeah. act, don't act different. Don't nah, act different, nah, Jeff. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, no. I'll nah, explain nah, it. I'll explain it real quick. When I was younger, yeah. and I would hear shit like that, but I ain't so my elementary and junior high school was all Caribbean. Like the principal was Jamaican. My teachers had dreadlocks. There was zero, zero white people at my junior <laughs> high school and elementary. Zero. I didn't see a single white child till I actually <laughs> a high single white child. Then. <laughs> then I went no, but it's not I, only I, I just did. white though. Like y'all niggas are exclusive. Like like y'all dominate that part of the Bronx. So like that's why you like you can just be surrounded by Caribbean culture only. Correct. Like and then I didn't end up going to the school, which would have continued like that. My same experience as far as being around Caribbeans, which is Mount Saint Michael. I went to Saint Raymond's, which is on the east side of the Bronx, with all Latinos, and my school had to be like ninety percent mm. Latino. And then, like, literally, like, 3% white. So, there was, like, literally, I can count on my hand how many white kids went to my school. So, again, it's like, I didn't really... I think there was more white kids in my Boy Scout troop than there was in my high school. I am so happy that you married Tayshane, because I've seen her educating you and putting you on. She OD put me on, bro. She OD put me on to the black insurance. And literally, you know what, this... When sis come on here, let me know because I'm going to buy her a bottle or something because I, I've seen it personally of her putting you on to just little things like black movies. Like, y'all had what, like Black Movie fact, Friday or something like that? Black Movie Friday. Yeah, black Tuesday. Movie Tuesday. We had a whole <laughs> series. We was watching Mad Black That's Movies. Dope. Players Club. Um, Brown yeah. Sugar. Um, you seen the Inkwell? You seen the Inkwell yet? fucking movie. Mm, that's I the next one up. Yo, that's, that's a hidden gem right there. <laughs> A lot of people don't know about that. I never heard about that one. Lorenz Loren, yeah, Tate, right? Yes, sir. What else? You seen New Jack City yet, Shane? New, yes, New, New Jack City. So you know Nino one. Brown in the CMB? <laughs> that's, me, that's me and Cab, yo. <laughs> me and Cab is, is Nino I'm and G-Money, the, Oh. <laughs> never liked you anyway. <laughs> My favorite one. I just seen it. But the nigga was like, um... <laughs> uh, with, with Makai Pfeiffer? That guy. Uh, yeah. Hayden Fool? Paid in full. Oh, you just one. seen Paid in Full? Oh my! I just seen just seen that one. That nigga Rico's a wild boy. Oh, we talked about that. that now I know all the now what? I know all the Kenneth and Julio's references from all the years when he was living in the frat house. I'm like, oh, that's where they get all this shit from. You just seen Paid in Full, bro? That's not that. See that 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 one's surprising because like that's not only like some black people shit, but that's also it's a cultural. Like, just like a yeah. hood class. Still gonna love me, bitch. Nah, that's some black people shit, bro. No, hold on, hold on. Relax, yo. Niggas want to own everything, bro. Like, <laughs> damn. Uh, all we, I'm we, saying we, is, we all I'm one. saying is, it's also a hood classic. Like, niggas, like if you grew up in the hood, niggas will tell you like you have to watch. Paper yeah, it's just too many references. Purely bro. just off for that. Up, like, I grew up. Yeah, there's a change to his dick. Yeah, like, paid in full, boys in the too, hood. Bro, but we grew up in the project. Shit. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we didn't grow up African at all. African, we only got that on Saturdays. <laughs> only Saturdays, nigga? That was yeah. all week. Our parents owned an African market. <laughs> we went to church three times a week. What is this nigga talking about? He wasn't nah, paying attention. I'm saying, as far as this shit. <laughs> yeah, he really wasn't. I mean, the average African kid, the, the way they grew up, it's completely different from the way we grew up. Because if you ask the majority of African kids if they seen paid in full, they'll probably tell you no. 
I don't think so. I don't think that's correct. You bugging? Ask a lot of kids in that church if they ask a lot of kids that grew up in our age. When did they first watch Paid in Full? And they'll tell you it I was recently. When did they first watch as opposed to you said Yeah, because Shane it. recently just watched it. So it's not like he has never I'm watched it. I'm saying they've watched it by now. That's my Shane point. Is so ask a nigga. years old? Like. Shane's not, but still, that's one point. Ask somebody when, when they watched it and they'll tell you, oh, probably like two years ago. Yeah, I ain't probably ago. seen it like maybe like five years ago. Or at some point in college. Right. No, and five me, years ago is understandable. Not but you're at all. Trying to not say, at all. Not at all. How do you go from this? niggas having watched it and now you're trying to claim that, oh, yeah, I'm saying niggas <laughs> just watched it last year. I watched it like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm dirty, bro. That's not understandable, bro. At this age? Yeah, yeah nah. that's not No, listen, bro. even five years ago, I would have been like, okay, fine. But Shane said he just watched it. I just saw Paid in Full. I don't know year. anyone that just watched Paid in Full. Like, I don't know anyone. Either they haven't seen it or they saw it five or more years ago. Paid in Full came out in 2002. Let me, let me ask you that then, Jeff. Give me the African experience. on When did you see Boys in the Hood? Uh, yeah, That's maybe high list. school. High school or college, something like that. Nah, high school for sure. It was definitely high school. That's Wait, still on my what? List. No, that one's bad, bro. Everybody got to know who Ricky is. Wait, gotta, Shane, when did you watch that? that? I have not yet. You see, that's what I'm saying. This is not. This is not about no like yo. No, I grew this up is Caribbean. normal. This, this is normal. This is an, like a, an intentional, <laughs> deliberate avoidance of anything that is black culture. That's what this is right now. I've seen Menace to Society. No, nigga, that movie's a friend. joke compared to Boys in the Hood, bro. <laughs> Menace to Society is not a joke, bro. Menace to Society is not a joke, bro. No, Boys in the Hood bro. is legit. I agree. No, compared to Boys in the Hood. Compared the, the same, everyone same tier. Everyone has seen Boys in the same Hood. Same tier? You're, 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 you're very far from up. I know Boys a lot of people who haven't seen Menace to Society. It's a classic. And so is Menace to Society. No, A lot of people no. think Menace to Society. A lot of people saw the spoof. A lot of people in our generation saw the That's spoof of Menace to Society. With Marlon? What African Americans haven't seen Minister's Society, bro? Oh well, yeah, I, I, mean, I saw Minister's Society. We're not talking yeah, about that. Yeah, oh, a long time oh, okay ago. then. Like, you saw Minister's Society? Look at Tay. Yo, y'all minority. Yo, 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 Tay. How you got your man's? What you mean? What's the issue? He's never seen Boys in the Hood. What's the issue? That's a problem. That's Tay. You seen Boys in the Hood, Tay? Yeah, actually, you've seen Boys in the Hood. Yeah, of course. Of course, that's probably your top five hey, movies, top five hood movies. That need to be on the agenda this week. My this man, week, not, not, not even going front. This week, tell you, you should have whipped out the VH1 for that. <laughs> and really took it old school. Boys in the Hood too sad for rewatching. Yeah, that. that's a fact. Nah, that's one of the first movies I had to get. But it's the important. It's important me? though. Shane, you have you seen Set It Off? You gotta understand, huh? man. Set It Off. Yeah, 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 I saw that a long time. Woo! I was nervous. What's the What's the other joint with Lorenz Tate where he robbed the bank? I saw yeah, that. Their presidents. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Any type of, but look, we see those are the type of plots I like. So those are the type of movies I would, I went to go search out. But like, for example, all like the black love classics, Tay had to put me onto all of those. Like, like I the wood, watch and like brown sugar, like the wood. That's her favorite. Love brown and basketball. Sugar, the the wood. Love and basketball. She had to put you onto love and basketball. That right there is a what top tier classic. What did you have, bro? I don't understand. <laughs> no, this doesn't make no sense. He's hella Caribbean. Bro, we super African and we went to church four times a week, bro. And niggas still somehow. So you saw Love and Basketball when it came out? No, not at all. Not at all. So, That's what I'm saying. Okay, then. But I'm giving you an extra 15 years, go Like, what about <laughs> <laughs> what about after, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. After There's certain movies crazy. that come on like every three minutes on BET. Um, <laughs> Menace, Menace, <laughs> Society, <laughs> Menace Society is <laughs> one of them. Belly, Love and Basketball. 
You know what's funny? Boy. Yeah, you seen Baby Boy? No, we have not seen Baby Boy. You ain't seen Jody? You don't know who Jody is? I saw Belly. You ain't seen I saw Belly. Melvin put Jody in the pool. DMX got the White House, right? I saw Belly. You see, this is who you should be cutting out of reparations, bro. Not somebody like me who is learning the experience, bro. That's crazy. He said Shane was cut out of reparations. Yeah, he did. Cap did say that. I'm saying, like, I at least tried to identify with y'all, you know? Like, I watched Roots and all that shit, like. Man, you just started watching these movies, man. Yo, I avoided Roots for mad long. It, it's hard to get. Is it hard to get through? I ain't gonna hold you. Roots is a bit much. I have not yeah. seen Roots. Nah, no Roots. No Roots. Tech. I have not seen uh, Color. Purple, I'm gonna shoot you some bells. I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Color Purple or Roots. I haven't seen any of them. You don't need to what? watch Color Purple. That's a phenomenal movie. Color Purple is scarring, bro. Do not. Yeah. What else we gotta watch? So we gotta watch Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy. Gotta see Boys in the Hood. So those are my next two. Right, Baby Boy is a classic. You got it. Do y'all consider do y'all consider uh, Training Day a black film? No. Yeah, no. I do. No, it's a Denzel film. But that's not a black film. Really? It's bad. The Denzel main though. character is white. The main character is black. Ethan, what's his name? Ethan Some. Kev, you know this. Ethan Hawke. That's not a skateboarder. <laughs> Kev, you know this. Oh, I'm wilding. <laughs> I'm like the walking IMDb. Nah, yeah, Kev, Dad, nobody knowing these type of shits. That's not a black film. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why it's a no, black no. film. The lead Yo, character is black. Of the, it takes yeah. it takes place in the jungle, which is a black neighborhood That's in, a in LA. Yo, but did you not? It, there's a there's a prominent Mexican gang in that in that storyline. They black, bro. Stop then, doing that. Not and then black, the bloods. Bro. Yes, they are. The bloods are. I'm in LA now, so I will tell oh you, the Mexican niggas out here are not black. Trust me. And they don't hold fuck on, with black hold niggas on, either. Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Mexican people are black. Tay Ask Taylor. 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 Get him. You're on the mic. Taylor. Sam, drop. Taylor, drop, drop I, don't worry. I got the soundboard the ready time. for you. Tay, get your shit off. There is a group within like the Mexican culture that doesn't want to identify with black people. Oh, absolutely. I had something yeah, like that. There's a group in all Hispanic culture. There's a group of black people who don't want to associate themselves with Jeff is definitely Cab, one of them. Jeff. Yo, hold on, Jeff hold on. Excuse me. Fitz. Sam, you got some nerve. Jeff, Jeff. 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 see how y'all niggas Jeff. do, bro? We this see your glass, bro. This why y'all get yo, left yo, in the Jeff, trenches by yourselves, bro. Niggas be quick, yo. I've been an ally, Y'all niggas gonna do this to me? Y'all gonna do this to me? Esquire. Let's go get him again. Yo, who the dance is this? Yeah, back to work, I love to tell you that. Ho, you sending shots, I gotta send them back in. We back in, I tell you just what happened. I grew up, started living life, that's when they started trapping. That's when I started rapping. All right, well, for the listeners, we're now moving on to reparations. Just want to let everybody know this could be a sensitive topic for some people. You know, so, you know, this is, it could get that way. I'm just putting it out there. But um, before we get into that, I just wanted to explain the meaning of reparation for the Webster's Dictionary of it. The making of amends for a wrong one has, that has been done by paying money or otherwise helping those who have been wrong. So let's just kick it off by hearing out some plans for reparations for black people. We're going to start off with Shane. Let's hear what you got, brother. All right, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a leave some space for you guys to ask questions, so I'm not going to get into every nitty-gritty detail. When it comes to reparations, um, the biggest thing for me, you know, being the engineer of mine I am, is, is about execution, right? It's about the actual logistics, 
uh, like how feasible the, the plan is and pretty much will it actually work. So when it comes to that, um, I, the first thing I think about is a robust plan. So first, who qualified for it? Um, I've heard the talk about, you know, being like having been direct descended from slavery and so on and so forth. But I don't necessarily believe in that because I think all people of color get oppressed in some way. So I think reparations should go to all people of color. However, it should remain robust. And what I mean by that, it should be s- simple as tax breaks and zero interest loans. And when I mean tax breaks, I mean massive tax breaks where, um, you know, if you if you do pay for tuition, like for school, that's pretty much like a direct tax write-off. When you have to pay for property taxes, you shouldn't have, you should have very minimum property taxes cut upwards to 70%. Also, business loans should be zero interest with up to, to um, 25 years to pay back before interest. So other than that, I don't really have any other specifics get into other stuff. But when it comes to reparations, all I can think of is making life easier for the black person. I don't necessarily believe believe in giving giving um, something tangible to, to black people because it, it won't be feasible and it won't be scalable. This is something that you're able to do from, um, without any length of time. It won't run out or anything like that. So when I think of reparations, I think that's where I'm at. Tax breaks. We shouldn't have to pay taxes, man. Or very little. All right. Um, basically, you know, me and Shane kind of are on the same page with that, but mine is a little bit more structured. I think just looking at the overall slavery was 246 years. And I think that needs to be the, the time frame as far as the reparation goes. I know not many people are in favor and it's going to be hard to pass a bill where you can get direct cash into uh, the descendants of, of slaves hands. Uh, many of the, the people in the House and, and the Senate are against direct cash payments. So I think that's going to be a tough bill to pass. But I do agree with the tax breaks. One thing that I, I will say is that I think you shouldn't have to pay if you're a direct descendant of, of slaves. You shouldn't have to pay taxes for those 246 years. White Americans got 246 year head start. And I think that should be the cap for that. I also think it should be free education uh, for the descendants of African-Americans for African-Americans uh, as well for that 246. And when I say that, you know, when you look at the uh, bridging the wealth gap, that's there, that tax money, as far as not paying taxes out of your check, state state and federal taxes is what I'm, I'm uh, suggesting, as well as that free education. If somebody has the opportunity to go to college for free, especially in the African-American community, it's going to benefit them a lot more. Many of us don't go to college, A, because they don't have the money. And two, if you do go to college, you come out with massive amounts of debt. And at the end of the day, if you can start off with getting an education not acquiring that debt, and then you can go out and acquire a high-paying job because you now have the education. And then on top of that, you get to keep the majority of your check because you don't have to pay taxes. I think that will work wonders as far as putting us in a position where we can start to uh, attack that wealth gap. And I think that 246 years uh, is justified because uh, white Americans have had a 246-year head start on African Americans since they've been here. All right, so I was going to back off my original plan, but I decided to stick with it because I think my original plan is feasible where each family who are direct descendants of American slavery will either obtain a loan to get a home or be given a home that the government currently has under its control. Such homes that have been foreclosed on and they're just sitting there collecting dust and doing nothing for the actual neighborhood around it, but devaluing the rest of the homes that are around that neighborhood. Um, This can work through the Department of HUD where they will review someone's application and the application will consist of that person's finances to see, you know what, 
this home in this area may work out for you because of, you know, the amount of money you make, you'll be able to keep up the taxes and everything that's on this house. Furthermore, only 30% of the homes in the U.S. are owned free and clear, meaning the other 70% of um, homes that are owned in the U.S., owned in quotations, for those who are listening at home, uh, they have some either some type of lien or mortgage on them right now. Um, so think about that. That's a very low number of home ownership uh, in the U.S. Also, 1.5 million single-family homes were vacant as of 2018. Vacant, meaning not being used at all. So what the government could do is purchase homes to give to, to black Americans under this plan and pay for the fair market value of those homes. There are a lot of homes that are up for sale. I know in 2019, 5.5 million homes were sold. So the government can actually pay out of pocket for some of these homes to give to them. I think home ownership is something that black Americans saw after our ancestors were free from slavery that could have been, you know, the way for them to make it forward. Because think about it, a lot of them, you know, coming from slavery knew how to do one thing, and that's farm. And they were given farms and they were given land to do this on so they can make it on their own. And it was taken back from them by the government. And land is a valuable commodity that can be passed down for, for generations. So if we can get uh, black Americans home ownership under my plan, and I think that would be a, a good way to make amends for reparations. I'm assuming everyone sees why Kev's plan is complete bullshit. It's scalable. Elaborate. Very scalable. Please tell me what is not scalable it's about this plan. not scalable. How is it not? It's not scalable. I'm going to okay. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm sorry. Because, okay, let's say me and three brothers are happen to be descendants of slavery. All three of us are getting a house. All four of us are getting a house. Like, how is it? How is that? Family. Work? So, also, so now it's one per family. Yeah, I said family. It's going to be passed down to the that person's descendants. It's going to be passed to the family. To their descendants, but that every single person may not benefit from that. What if me and my family just have a falling out, and I can't live there? You know, like so it, it, under think under about, law. Think about all the in between. Okay, how about this? Let's let's modify your plan. What if? What if the government seizes these homes or whatever, puts it in a program where they can be only purchased by black people for under market value? But for you to just start handing it off to people, it's not reparations if everyone can benefit from it, right? It has to be equal. In my opinion, when I'm thinking reparations, it's either everyone is getting it, who deserves the reparations, or it's equal opportunity for someone to get something, right? So if you're now talking about a limited commodity, then it's not reparations. It's, 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 it's doing you a favor. That's how I, I think that's what that's what I'm struggling with is the limited commodity of land and home ownership that you're trying to give away rather than just opportunity. Massive tax breaks will increase opportunity. Free education, which was something that you brought up earlier, um, that's a very good angle because then that's an opportunity. They're not just handing out a limited amount of scholarships. They're literally that's saying, "Oh, you can go to school for free." So the problem with tax breaks yeah, and uh, things like that is it's going to run into likely equal to equal protection problems, but a reverse equal protection problem where white people will claim that you know I'm not getting fair treatment under the law or being treated equally because they're getting tax breaks as the law is written. To give black people tax breaks. Black people built this country. 246 years. They got free labor out of us for 246 years. I get that. Years. So I think 246 years of I free taxes How is, is that not? And, and also, you know, to, to be honest with you, I do agree with, with Shane. I, I do think your plan is complete bullshit, but I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, when you actually sit there and look at that, I think your plan is also flawed for the simple fact that you're going to give these people these homes and not the free education along with the tax breaks. And what they're going to end up doing is, is fucking it up. Having to go out and put having have to more go money out in their pocket is on here because they don't know how to go out and get their own money or they don't. They have to leverage 
the mortgage on the home to pay for their son or daughter's college education because they don't have the money to pay for it. I think where you start with reparations is literally like Shane was saying, Shane and I were saying with the tax breaks and the free education. I think if you give people free education, it would it would make people not be handcuffed to make the decisions that they otherwise wouldn't make. If a doctor such as our brother Sam here could come out of school instead of a, a, not acquiring one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars in debt, he may not have to move out of his black neighborhood to go to the city and find a high paying job just to pay it off. He can come back and set up something in his own city or a neighborhood, a clinic, a private doctor practice there where he can start implementing change directly in his community, dealing with African-Americans and, and people in the black community that have health issues but don't have access to doctors. I think it's, it's a it's a great start if he came in with a zero interest business loan as well as the education to back it and he was making all of his money tax free. He can invest more into his business and more into his community and slowly but surely you would start to see communities go from being hoods and ghettos to prosperous towns like you had in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where you had doctors, dentists, nurses, uh, life insurance people, mortgages, brokers, carpenters, all in one area building up those communities. Can I ask a quick question? Um, it's actually directed towards you, Nick and Shane. Um, it seems like you guys do have a bit of, a, um, I won't call it a disagreement, but your plans differ when it comes to the direct descendants of slavery, um, whereas Nick, it seems like uh, you only want direct descendants of slavery to benefit from your policy, whereas Shane, you know, you want everyone who's of color to, to benefit. Could you guys speak to that and then say why you stand on one side versus the other? Well, mine is quick. One, because then, again, it comes to fe- how feasible it is, right? Now you're going to have to go to people having to prove this, and it's going to cause strife and chaos when one person gets denied and, and so on and so forth. Our records have already been screwed up. Right. There are people who are simply because of slavery and because of, of us unable to be able to track track that far back. It will just be a challenge. And at the end of the day, systemic racism doesn't that doesn't 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 pick. Oh, this person is 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 X, Y and Z. And this person at the end of the day, if you're black, you're black. Wait, go ahead and That's a separate that. issue. You're talking real quick. I'm sorry. Nick. You're talking about systemic racial uh, racism. Well, we're talking about slavery. That's two different things. Systemic racism, i.e. Jim Crow and the segregation laws that came after the fact, were remedied through the courts. That's what Thurgood's whole life and all the work that he accomplished were about, was trying to remedy those effects through the court system. So America already tried working about that. Fully, 100%? No, not really, but we started. But it comes down to the same thing. Why should the descendants... Because, uh, and I have have a response for that. You know why? Because like uh, in Haiti, the French were responsible for their slavery. The French government needs to pay that back. And Antigua, you know who's responsible for theirs? The British government, they need to pay that back. So I think American government should only pay back those who were direct descendants of American government slavery. Each government needs to pay their no, own share. No, no, My no. bad, Nicholas. Just to piggyback off of what both you and Shane said here, the, the point of reparations and the gist of the overall argument was people were requesting reparations for slavery. So therefore, I think for those 246 years, yes, those should go to the direct descendants of slaves. Now, I'm not opposed to giving some sort of reparations for our, our African and Caribbean brothers whose families just came over here in the, the early nine, 1900s and, and so often experienced systematic racism. I think for those descendants, that's where your, your line would start. Mine is for the 246 years. I think yours would start around eight, 1900 into whenever segregation officially ended. So it may not be the full 246 years but maybe around 50 to 30 years for those tax-free education credits. 
No, nah, yeah, I was gonna say Fitz. That that position is a little problematic. I don't um, think it's problematic, man. Because you can, you, I, I think I think you can it, directly no, point one, to your I grandfather. It, was your grandfather a slave? No, I may. Yeah, I may be able to do that cultural, culturally, but you don't know how the the history of slavery has not impacted or impacted. You know, what I'm saying generations of my family in my country and people who have come here. I think it's unfair to not acknowledge what the immigrant like the black immigrant has lent to the the fight against racism in this country. Like anyone that comes over here and is black, yeah, they don't have the same experience. But I, I, I didn't but say that you guys many there have been many people I, I who didn't say that you guys didn't lend to that. And my so, arg and my argument right, and, hold on and my, and my argument we're living in the after effects of a racist society. And my well argument too. I stated for generations I, I stated in some where cases. your time should start. And at the end of the day, I for me personally I don't think you can speak to the experience of African-Americans and then piggyback yours on there just for the simple fact of what I just said earlier. You can directly point back to your lineage. No ifs, ands and buts about it. I get to a certain point in my lineage and I know nothing about it just for the simple fact of slavery. You can also go back to your home country of, of Ghana at any point in time. I have no home country to go back to other than the United States. Wait, in what sense? Like I'm not a citizen there. I'm an American citizen. You, do you have so, no? My, my question is: Do you have a lot do you of have, notions that you're saying are problematic? Have, we don't. The the issue is we don't have ties to a home country. This is it for okay, us. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. We but can't like, jump this, ship. It should go south. No, 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 no. Okay, but this is Jeff. But I do. This is I what do, exposes do. the problem with the reparations. Hold on. This is what exposes the problem with the reparations argument in general, and, and that's why I didn't have a plan coming into this. I want to kind of hear you guys because at the end of the day to me you lose the moral stance once you start doing things like what you guys are doing right now like picking amongst ourselves like oh well all right well we deserve it more never 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 said this that we never said bro i never that. said like, yeah, i never said that we deserve like, it more which is why what Shane I, I said is talking, you're, i said when you, i said when you're time day, it's about what the goal I said is when your time and if the goal is to do if the goal is to do something transformative as far as creating a society that is better for all of us, not one where, all right, we got a black people got, you know what I mean? We made up for, for the 200 years of what was done wrong to them. Like at the end of the day, justice is not the same as revenge. And Kevin, you should know that better than every, better than anyone. Sometimes somebody kills somebody else and yeah, you might feel like, yo, a life for a life, but that's not what we do in this country and most of the states in this country. So at the end of the day, to ask for, to, to ask for a, a plan that, that basically like, is a sort of basically a, a you know a tit for tat essentially in terms of oh I right, you know we have to get this back we have to take our pound of flesh before we feel like it's appropriate and we need to make sure that it only goes directly to these people yeah, like yeah, it, that, yeah, I don't think yeah, that's appropriate I, I didn't say no yes, oh, I just, I just want to chime in really quickly because Jeff, only you I said that the issue no, is no, only no no I didn't say only I said you would have a different segment as far as getting to two hundred and forty six years it wouldn't start there. For people that are not direct descendants of, of slaves, but you are Africans that, that have came come over here, I stated that yours should start around that 70-year mark. You should have a 70-year mark of receiving those credits. Didn't say you shouldn't have them at all. I said you it just wouldn't be 246 years of tax-free and education. I, but I, I feel you. I just think that it exposes the problem with the plan, though. Like, the plan needs to be something that's more of a... Like that, that attacks the problem or from a more of a policy perspective and, 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 and creates opportunity and really levels out the way our society functions at the end of the day. Like you, you, like just injecting money back in isn't necessarily going to fix these problems. 
Like, especially if we were saying that these problems are systemic and have lasted over a long time, no amount of money in, in any, you know what I'm saying? In any sort of a time plan is going to, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not injecting 200 years of being behind. I'm not injecting money. I'm I'm not injecting money into the situation. I didn't ask for a cash payment. I asked for a level playing field. So if you're going to give me free education and I don't put myself Mm -hmm. in debt, by getting that free education, like that about your I think you can roll with that. I also do think once I have yeah. that free education, if I go out into the workforce and get a high-paying job, me not paying taxes is also going to go ahead and put me into a different advantage uh, as I far as having that. that. As well. And I think if you're doing that as a whole, you're going to have a community that's going to arise because it's going to be better educated. And you're going to have more money in your pocket, which you can invest in things that you may not be able to invest in now because you're bootstrapped down. By not having an education, you're working a minimum wage job or the debt from trying to get an education. Now you're paying it off. Fitz, I like your plan the most, bro. But but I just think um, you have to be careful when you start picking amongst ourselves and saying who's more qualified to what. Because then, you you know what I'm saying, you lose. And how can you like his plan the most when your plan was the same besides that? Only nah, Fitz's plan resolves around education. Yeah, I like I like the fact that it was rooted in education. You know what's up when I'm rolling up. It's your boy Fitz, and you are now tuned in to the Whose Man's Is This podcast. All right, y'all. We're going to get into this on my block segment. Um, first topic on the ledger for today is going to be the NBA returning. We got 22 teams coming back, 13 from the West, 9 from the East. Um, you know, going to do a quick little uh, regular season, about eight games, then move on straight into the playoffs. There might be a little uh, play-in tournament if uh, the eighth and ninth seeds are close. So first question I want to ask y'all fellas is, do you, one, do y'all like the format of the return? And how do you feel about the teams that were left out? I'm going to start off with Julio. So the format, I would say it's, it it, it, it kind of does, it, they're doing the best they can. I'm not going to lie. Like the, the format that they put out is kind of like the best, the best that they can, you know, put out there because of the situation that we have here. Um, them trying to get Zion in the playoffs, I feel like is is pretty weak to me. I feel like they're reaching, like they're trying to just pump ratings however they can. They heard Dame complain about playing meaningless games, so they're trying to get the Blazers in there. Um, they're trying to just appease as many people as possible. Um, I've said from the beginning, I'm all about continuity the same way sports has been. Uh, so if we're going to keep that continuity tell you know players like oh it it is what it is and it's not always going to be a full season uh these 16 teams are who we're rolling with and that's what it's going to be i feel like that's how it should be all right i'm gonna move on to jeff how you feel about it uh i like it um there were some things that i wished that they could have added um I, I, i feel like there was an opportunity to um to kind of mess with uh, the format a little bit um, and, and possibly experiment some things that could be implemented going forward. But um, it's a good balance of completing the regular season and still kind of giving the teams that were on the outside of the playoffs an opportunity to to try and, and earn their spot. Um, and then from there, obviously, it's a standard playoff format. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're going. How do you, wait, how do you feel about the teams that are left out? Honestly, I would have preferred that they that they brought back as many teams as possible, honestly. I think there's value in completing the regular season, even if, you know, those games have nothing to do with the playoffs. Um, I think, um, and just for, just for austerity's sake, just for, um, you know, having some sort of uh, conclusion to the season, I think um, it would have been important for a lot of teams, honestly, and kind of set them up for, 
going into the off season. Now you kind of have this like imbalance thing where some people have just are going to be off for like basically like six months, like six straight months. So same, same question to you. Uh, I like the format a lot. Uh, didn't particularly like them only bringing back the 22 teams. Um, because again, I feel like, um, every team could have showed some type of value or added value, uh, to the regular season. And then for the playoffs, obviously, um, keeping the same format. So ultimately I am disappointed that, uh, every team isn't in it. Cause you know, my New York Knicks is fried and true. You know, oh, damn, damn. I thought I sneaked that one in there. All right. <laughs> All right. Nick, it's on you. Uh, overall, I think the format sucks. I don't, I don't like anything about this. Um, I think it was rushed. I also think the the influence of money and making sure that they fulfill these contract obligations is the only reason that this is going on. Um, I think for the most part, I think they should have just wrapped it up for the season like most other leagues did, came back stronger and regrouped going forward, even down to the whole uh, putting teams in a bubble the, the whole time. I don't think... Um, that's going to pan out too well. You have 20, I believe it was 22 teams or 13 teams or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's 22. Yeah, I, I, even down to the practices. You have, don't get me wrong, Disney World is a big facility, but you have uh, teams that are going to be practicing alongside one another. People are, are not going to be able to scheme the way that they want to scheme. Um, overall, I, I don't like it. I, I thought it was a waste of time. All right, so I'm going to flip it back here. We're going to do a snake motion here. So first question is going to be going off to you, Nick. Who do you think? which individual player that is, has the most to lose or gain in this. You all know that is King James. You know, uh, th- this could either really strengthen his legacy or it can really hurt his legacy. At, at this point in time, you know, he he's still behind the greats like MJ and Kobe. Uh, if he gets another ring from this, we're, we're still going to have that. Ah, can we really give it to him with everything that's going on? I know certain players aren't even going to be there for this. Uh, the the grind of, of going through the rest of the regular season and then going to the playoffs and having to get through the whole whole playoff map is not going to be the same for him like it was for players in the past. Uh, but, I mean, if he wins it, you know, he can always rest his hat on, hey, man, I won during a pandemic. Nobody's ever done that. But without a shadow of a doubt, the hands down, the person that is going to impact the most LeBron James. Good and bad, you believe? Good and bad. Like, I, I think if he wins it, you know, it, it's it's definitely going to be a boost for him that he won during a pandemic. But you're always going to have those haters that say, OK, yeah, it wasn't the same format, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it, it, that can be bad at, at the same point in time because he didn't get through it the way that the rest of the greats got through. Shame on you. Same question. I'm going to have to say, man, I don't want to say LeBron because I think LeBron is the easy answer. Um think he he really plays with the most pressure so i'm gonna again get controversial and i'm gonna say it's actually think yanis actually has the most to lose or to gain and i think that's because he's already up and coming um his team flopped last year and i think this year um everyone is looking at lebron right now but if yanis doesn't come out the east i think that can that can really hurt him i think um and i think right now with this layover like I think Julio brought up a good point. You know, he doesn't have the same facilities like a lot of these more, I guess, popular and more established Western stars. And I feel like this lay this layoff might might hurt the Bucks team probably more than a lot of these other Western teams. So um, 
I, I fear that if he doesn't come out the East and, and another team just decides to come out more hot, I think that can really hurt his his chance and really sends the, the Bucks trajectory that everyone was looking at into a, a different direction. All right, Jeff, it's on you, bro. I'm going to do two-part answer. So the person with the most to gain would probably be Kawhi Leonard. Um, if Kawhi Leonard wins the chip, uh, the... Honestly, they're already the narrative is already kind of leaning his way in terms of being the best player in the game right now. I mean, I feel like a championship at this point, regardless of whatever aspects may come with a format, um, is going to just validate that and solidify it um, for him. The person with the most to lose, I have to begrudgingly agree with Fitz, is LeBron. If LeBron loses, um, especially in the finals. Um, potentially moving his finals record to like what three and eight or something like that. It would just be, it would be catastrophic for him. So, um, yeah. So I would say Kawhi with the most to gain LeBron with the most to lose. I'm going to go slightly opposite from Jeff here. Um, and I say that because Kawhi Leonard, let's say he goes and loses this, this whole entire thing. Everybody looks at it as like, yo, Mr. Load Management, yo, you had five months off now. Like, you ain't played ball in how long, and you supposed to, because I'm, I'm expecting Kawhi to come back and look like the most insane person in this little tournament they got going on, because he's he's refreshed. Paul George is also refreshed. He's coming off of uh, a half-season-long injury where he people were saying, like, yo, if he's not fully healthy by the playoffs, the Lakers is taking them out. So now people are going to expect the Clippers to be ready. So if Kawhi doesn't get it done, I'm looking at that like, yo, you know what? Maybe I was giving you too much hype way too soon. Now, LeBron, I'm going to say he has the most to gain and very little to lose as long as he doesn't lose in the finals. Now, I say that because this is year 17. This layoff in between the season and the tournament for someone at his age isn't as beneficial as some people may think. He's all about, all right, I'm playing, I'm going, I'm in rhythm. The minute you throw me off, now I got to get myself back. And at year 17, we never know how quick or how good he may get back to in time to get to playoff LeBron as we know him like. Good points, good points, man. Which teams did y'all have winning before the layoff? And now which teams do you have winning now that we're getting back into session? I'm going to start with you, Julio. Okay, before the layoff... I don't think I had a actual champion. I had a uh, finals matchup, which was supposed to be the Bucks and Lakers for me. Now I'm looking at it. This is probably going to be Clippers versus Bucks still. And I'm going with the Clippers winning it. And I'm sorry, you missed it. I missed it. You said who did you have winning beforehand? I had um, Lakers versus Bucks going into it. And um go, like that was going to be a battle but like Shane had mentioned earlier the Bucks were was in superb rhythm and now they're laid off for how long and they're like I don't think they will be able to get it done against what the Clippers are supposed to look like come finals time Jeff I still have the same team winning Lakers all day you already know that Lake Show Lake Show till, till I'm in the grave okay but, De- defend um, it Defend it. I don't got to defend it. What you mean? We got LeBron and AD. We got two of the best top five players in the league. And we got the best defense <laughs> in the league. We have, I believe, three, seven, three legitimate seven You think your defense is better than the Clippers? Yes. We have the best overall defense in the league, um, perimeter and interior defense combined. The Clippers have no interior defense whatsoever. Um, but my splash 
my splash pick right now from the East, I'm gonna say the Sixers come out the East. Um, I think Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid getting um, this time to rest um, and essentially just showing up for you know like a playoff format. I think that definitely plays to his benefit. Ben Simmons has had time to recover, um, and I think they're they're the most experienced. Uh, roster in the East as well, too, if I'm not mistaken, um, with uh, Al Horford being their leader um, uh, in terms of uh, leadership on the team. So, um, you know, I, I, I like I like uh, their chances um, in, in this sort of like crazy format um, to come out. All right. Say I have the Clippers. Uh, at first, I, I, I felt good about the Lakers uh, winning, but after this layover, um, I changed to the, to the Clippers coming out the West, and then for the East, nothing has changed. I think it's still the Bucks, but I think the Bucks are just are, are not are not going to be as good as they was had they went into the playoffs in stride. And Yanis was doing Yanis things, so that's really it for me. Go ahead, Nick. Prior to this, I, I had the Bucks winning. Um, after this, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Lakers. Like I, I know many of you guys have said before, it's all about story. And the NBA is definitely one of those organizations that builds a lot on story. So I think they're going to take the MVP or the perceived MVP this year, which would be Giannis versus King James. And I think they're going to do everything in their power to make sure King James's storyline plays out as he is the present NBA King champion. Um, outside of that, you know, it, it is what it is, but I got my money on the Lake Show. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we got that. Um, it looks like you have, uh, what's that score again? You can you know you can just say it out loud, right? Yo, Jeff's at seven, Nick's at seven, Shane's at four, and Julian's at six. What? Yo, I'm, hey. yo, I'm not, I'm not, wow, hold on. Can I say something really quickly? What? Julio and Shane are more versed in basketball than I am, and you guys couldn't even make it to the next round. Bang, bang, epic gang. All right, continue um, to hate. Yo, Jeff, I'm not. I'm not even gonna front, Jeff. The the pressure is really on you because if you don't win this argument, Fitz, why are you trying to throw in all these caveats, bro? Yo, I'm like, telling you because I don't. Want, how about I you get a win you. first and then talk your I'm shit? I'm just telling you the pressure is on you, bro. We're gonna give them both thirty to give their opening, you know, arguments, and then we'll give them, I guess, two minutes to do the head to head. Let's get into it. Which one of y'all want to call? Which one of y'all <laughs> got to call a coin? I'm calling call first. Fitz calls it heads. All right. Yeah, I knew you would call heads. It's tails, yeah. though. Exactly, boy. So, yeah, so you get to pick the order, Jeff. Who do you want to go first? Fitz. All right, cool. So I'm going to start it off. Does the winner of this chip have an asterisk on it? Fitz, it's on you. The winner of the chip definitely has an asterisk on it. Uh, it's a unique position that no other champion has been in. The rules have been modified. The The road to get to the championship or even to get in isn't as strenuous as tough as the the past champions or playoff contenders contenders would have been um at at the end of the day it's a unique situation and because it's not going to be a full nba season with all the the bells and whistles there's no home field advantage or home court advantage uh people are playing outside of their of their divisions oh damn (laughs) all right jeff it's on you 
All right, there will not be an asterisk on the season. Uh, even the whole concept of an asterisk is um, something that is reflective of us being a prisoner of the moment. But if you look at history, specifically at um, lockout shortened seasons, um, the whole concept of the asterisk doesn't carry over time. Those re- those championships are recognized um, to this day. The Spurs in '98. Uh, I believe LeBron's first chip in 2011 um, was a was a lockout shortened season as well, too. So, um, yes, it makes for good conversation right now. But um, history shows that the asterisk will not carry beyond. All right. Cool. I believe that was on Jeff. Had some strong points. I actually agree with Fitz. But, Jeff, that was, that was a solid argument, brother. You want your 30 seconds to gloat? All right, man, talk to me the nice way, man. Y'all already know how we doing it. BX, stand up. That was the first win. Many more to come. Um, you know, much props to my my competitors. Uh, this was definitely a very tough uh, competition, but, you know, I came out on top as expected. So uh, I look forward to the next one. Holla at me. Hey, you know what time it is. It's your boy, Jeff, a.k.a. Hovey, a.k.a. Hove. You're now listening to the artistic stylings of the Whose Man Is This podcast. Let's go. Welcome to one of our segments, May the Record Reflect. Let's be real. Being black in America is a whole different beast. And we've been dealing with police brutality one case after another. It's extremely exhausting. But people are fed up, especially with the way George Floyd in Minnesota died after then-police officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on the back of Mr. Floyd's neck. Mr. Floyd, like Eric Garner six years ago, cried aloud, I can't breathe. Three officers, in addition to Chauvin, were on the scene when all of this went down. Eventually, emphasis on eventually, Hennepin County District Attorney Mike Freeman had Chauvin arrested and charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. But sometime later, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison became the lead prosecutor on the case. Ellison upgraded Chauvin's charges to second-degree murder, Additionally, the other three officers at the scene were charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder and manslaughter. So what's the difference between second-degree and third-degree murder? Alright, so boom. According to the Minnesota statute, the prosecutor would need to prove that Chauvin's actions were very dangerous and that Chauvin acted with a depraved mind. A depraved mind? Was he a perv? No. A depraved mind means Chauvin must have acted with disregard for human life and he acted without intent to cause death. That's third-degree murder. So basically, that's like me beating up my sister's ex-boyfriend with a still baseball bat like I'm Ray Donovan. I don't want him to die, but I know that he could die if I beat him up with the bat. I beat him up, and then he dies. I didn't go there with the intention of killing him, but he died because I beat him up. For that, I could be in prison for up to 25 years. Got it? Cool. According to the charging document, whoever causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while committing or attempting to commit a felony offense, namely assault in the third degree, is second degree murder. So that's the upgraded charge. Now that's the same thing I did to my sister's ex-boyfriend. Remember that example? The assault is me inflicting substantial bodily harm by beating him with a baseball bat and causing him to die. That substantial bodily harm is the felony that caused death. For that, I can be in prison for up to 40 years. And both situations sound similar, correct? That's because they are. Just as the same in George Floyd's case, where Derek Chauvin committed the same act that caused him to die, the district attorney charged him with third-degree murder when Derek Chauvin could have been charged with second-degree murder, which is likely why Attorney General Keith Ellison upgraded the murder charge from third-degree to second-degree. So, the second-degree murder charge does increase the burden of proof. The prosecutors have to prove that Chauvin committed a felony, which is the assault, and then they have to prove that he caused the death of 
George Floyd. That might be tough because there are conflicting medical examiner reports. The medical experts would definitely do battle during trial, but ultimately, a jury will have to decide which expert to believe. So in order to get a conviction, the prosecution has to prove that Chauvin caused a death. In essence, their expert has to be up to par and prove that Chauvin caused a death because it's going to be tough, but it is possible. However, for our community, this cycle has played out over and over and over again for years. As I said earlier, it is extremely exhausting, but we are still active and we're protesting. We've been called thugs by the president and other politicians and other media talking heads. People like that want us to stop protesting for our basic civil rights and for structural change. And we ain't even asking for much. And now it appears that local governments are using curfews, the National Guard, and police riot task force to stop these protests. Hold up. The founding fathers disobeyed British law through protests and other criminal acts to fight for the freedoms they said they deserve. And no one calls them thugs and criminals. And that's why Protesting is something American born. You know why? Because it's embedded in the First Amendment and the First Amendment allows protesting. Well, the First Amendment says that Congress shall make no law abridging the right of people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. However, the Supreme Court has ruled that states can reasonably regulate the time, place, and manner of speech. But the regulation must be content neutral, narrow in its application, serve an important government interest, and leave open alternative channels for communication. So so basically, these protests are lawful, but the city council is permitted to pass an ordinance saying you can't protest within 100 feet of city hall. That's okay, because city council did not restrict what you can protest about. However, there is a divide. When those open the economy armed protesters stormed the Capitol building in Michigan, police were not suited and booted in riot gear, and the National Guard didn't pull up. But the minute black folks lead a peaceful protest, we are met with riot geared officers and the National Guard. <laughs> Aggressive, right? But did y'all know Trump has advocated using the US military to stop protests in the states? Nah, you ain't hear that? All right, so boom. Trump told governors to dominate the streets in response to protests occurring in all 50 states. Basically, he wants all the state governors to deploy their law enforcement resources to end these protests. And I'm like, he can't tell them what to do. But then he says, if governors don't dominate, then he will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. And I'm watching this like, wait a damn minute. Trump's about to deploy the military? The military to end the protest? One thing came to mind, the Insurrection Act. Now that is a 200 plus year old law giving the president authority to use military troops for domestic law enforcement purposes. Technically, the Posse Comitatus Act prevents the federal government from using federal troops to enforce domestic law within the US. But as with most laws, like the tax laws benefiting the rich, there are loopholes. For one, if a state legislature or a governor requests military assistance, under the Insurrection Act, the president can send in federal troops, like Andrew Jackson did. At the request of Norfolk, Virginia's mayor, Jackson sent in federal troops to put down Nat Turner's attempt to liberate the enslaved. I call it an event to liberate the enslaved, not a rebellion as the history books will call it. Under the act, Jackson could do that. Or how about something more recent, like President George H.W. Bush sending in federal troops to Los Angeles at the governor's request to stop the riots that broke out after the Rodney King police brutality trial verdict was announced. Other than a state request, a president can use federal troops to protect federal property or enforce federal law, such as what Presidents Eisenhower and Kennedy did to force state governors to comply with integration laws. Yes, the president had to use military troops so black folks can go to school with white folks. But wait, in order for Trump to use the Insurrection Act, he would first have to issue a proclamation to disperse. Basically, it's like a cease and desist order. If you're in a Greek letter organization, you know what I mean, but I digress. If he issues the proclamation and people don't follow the 
order, then he can send the military in. That's pretty wild, right? So we are trying to get justice for George Floyd and all of our other brothers and sisters who've died after police encounters. We're asking for accountability. Is that too much? We exercise the rights our constitution affords us, basic human rights, to peacefully protest for structural change. And when we, black folks, do that, we are met with aggression. And now Trump wants to send in the military to stop us from peacefully assembling? Shit. Legally, he has avenues. Hopefully he doesn't take them. And the military is not even on board. And we saw what happened when he sent federal agents and not troops into Portland, Oregon. But let's not lose sight of the goal. Justice for George Floyd. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for all of our other fallen brothers and sisters. And to get structural change in the policing system. That is the fight that we are in for. Let's not lose sight. You're, it's your boy Kev, aka Young Proctor. And you are now tuned in to the Whose Man's Is This podcast. Let's cut this. Let's cut this. I got something for y'all, yo. I'm thinking. Ready? Boom. This right here is the scenario. You are engaged, right? You've been with this girl for about four years. You know her family. Like, it's all, it's, it's, everything's looking good. So the time is coming up. It's about three months away. Ex-boyfriend. He a corny nigga. He, he's some Nick Cannon-ass nigga. He's salty. <laughs> and he decides to post sex tape. He, he decides to pull... Pull a Ray J and post a sex tape of your said fiance giving it up wild 50. I'm talking sucking wild dick, giving it up crazy. It's got to hurt. Family saw it. Parents saw it. Friends saw it. Are you still marrying her? Did you know it existed prior to it being released? No, you didn't know it existed. So this is a surprise. This is a surprise to you. It's a surprise. It's mm. it's news to you, but it's mm. not news to her. She knew mm. she knew she obviously did did it on camera. She knew she did. Well, you say your but your 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 wife or your fiance has a sex tape your with, fiance. Nick, with Nick Cannon. Oh <laughs> he missed the whole shit. He missed the, and I'm not repeating it. I got a couple other questions. saying, um, like, right. what platforms is it available on? What? He just leaked it on Twitter. He just leaked, he leaked it, on, it Twitter. on Twitter. Leaked yeah, it on Twitter. Ghost <laughs> account. Everyone's seen it. All that yeah, matters is everyone you cloud. know and she knows, they saw it. And, it's your, in the cloud. and your parents know it exists. They probably didn't see it because they want to you know, have respect for you, but they know it's out there. Yeah, that's rough. I mean... Yeah. Wait, yeah, so your, me. your fiance has a Mind sex you, tape? she not know hoe or nothing. She not know who she, just, she, she just did one. It was just a bad decision. One sex tape. It was just a bad decision. One bad decision. <laughs> that's that's also fair. How long ago? Are you still it? marrying her? How long ago was it? Why does it matter? That's important. Actually. <laughs> that's important. Wait, if you were with her for four years, then it's it's obviously more than four years old. Oh, so why does it, it matter? It, it's not, it don't necessarily got to be less. So you're chilling. More than four years old. You're chilling. You're good. Yeah. Wait, you Julio, say it's you good? Four years ago. You with her for four years, you're engaged. You're, when was well, the video made? Wait, and she didn't tell me? It was yeah. while she was with her ex. It was before you. So the relationship right before me, there was a sex tape made. And then four years after me and her's together, she brings it up? She doesn't bring it up. You getting ready to marry her and the ex-boyfriend just leaks it on Twitter. Is oh, the wedding already paid for? She, did she know he about it? it on Twitter. Did she know? Yes, the knew, wedding already yes she for. knew about the video. And she never told me. <laughs> <laughs> like, have, Yo, that's invi- a great have question. the invitations went out, you know, have down payments been made? It's it's three months until. Three, mo- uh, three months until? Yo. Three months until. until. The actual still, yeah, yeah deposits. Yo, you, at least yo. you lost the deposit. Yeah. <laughs> Is Nick Cannon the other person in the sex tape? 
Nigga, no. No. It was a joke. I said, oh, some some corny, I said the ex-boyfriend no, I, is some, some ni- canon-ass nigga. Oh, Wait, no, why does it change if he's, if he's famous? Because if he's famous, no, then I can famous. flip it. I, we can get bread off that. Like, there's just so many things you could do with that. <laughs> you opportunist at... No, I'm just being real. Why well, I mean, no, 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 I'm not. It's not, a, I, it's not like I went into the situation... Wanting to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yo, I heard you had a six tape with Nick Cannon. Like, yo, let's do something. Like, nah, but if four years <laughs> into the situation, an opportunity presents like itself, like, way. yeah. Or I'm going to get that nigga to pay us. Like, But you're saying he's Well, he's going to jail. So, yeah. Because I'm assuming he didn't have permission to leak this, right? Honestly, all press is good press. Yo, y'all missing <laughs> the damn question. Stop stop beating around it. Are you still marrying yes. her? Like, if, if right, I Jeff, love her, that's my Kev. shorty, yeah. Kev, what yes, about you? and I'm gutting the ex-boyfriend's life, suing him for every dime he got and will make. His children will be poor. His legacy will be poor. Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Sam? Yeah, might have to, might have to just go on and get hitched, brother. <laughs> they already seen it. The damage already done, man. Let's just, let's just move on. So you still getting married? Yeah. You too, Julio? Yeah, man. Unfortunately, it'd be tough. He said, "Unfortunately, that's horrible." <laughs> I feel like this is also a bargaining chip too in your relationship now. Yo, so now man, it's like, you know how hard that yo. That's what I want to bring up ever again. Whoa, like, that's dangerous. What? That's dangerous. Like, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yo, you really this is a real stain on our on our on our marriage on our relationship, and so I just want you to know. <laughs> if I ever need to get yeah, out of jail, free card. All of this I is not it. that important because Bro. you said you were still like, How do you explain that to the kids? Yeah, at the sum, but you gotta, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta keep one of the top. explain illegitimate children. <laughs> like, I don't think explaining a sex tape is really that hard. Well, I mean, it's common, it's common sense, man. Everybody's honestly. made them, you know. It's honestly, it's hard for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I cannot sit here and say, yes, I will marry her. Nick. Yeah, Yo, you, you know. Feel? How do you feel? Now, had I known going into the relationship, <laughs> you know, I would have dead it. Three three months before. That's a fact. You know. All right. Here, three months he, here's before. What Everything's going well, and your image of her has shattered. Word. You, see, Yo, you saw shit on that tape. Already, you saw shit on that tape that she's never done with you. <laughs> Whoa. See. Whoa, see. I'm now you added, now you added shit. shit. Yeah, right. Now, now you added new. Now you added elements and twists. Wait, and you're not watching it. Wait. You're not watching it. Are you fucking crazy? Wait, Jeff. How you making a decision like this if you don't watch that? You want me to watch? Someone fucking my Dude, it's out there. Nah, you no. Know. I am you not watching to, that. No, you don't. You have to. You have wait, wait, to. Where does that position? Why do you have to watch it? That's not in the I mean, scenario. Why do you yeah, have that's to? nasty. I'm not watching it. <laughs> because you if you're going to move on from no. something, you need the full details <laughs> no, about it. No, you're sick. You're what? sick. You're still going to have an imagination All about it. You're know, still going to have an imagination. I might. Wait, who made that rule, Julio? Yo, that's not in the scenario. Huh? Like, he didn't say <laughs> so that. Who made that rule? <laughs> yeah. You 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 ain't speak to your, you ain't speak to your therapist? You ain't speak to a psychologist? Let the, like, they ain't speak to you about closure? Huh? <laughs> that's not what the type of things I... Nah, nah. Leave closure don't just mean, yo, I know you did something, and let me just yeah. not even ask no questions about it. Like... Have you ever like? It's, but that's it's relative to the questions. person. You don't need the gory details. No, there's yo, because at the end of the day, Fine. if homie leaked the video, he's he's liable to also leak out details of what was in the video. If you you know happen to not watch it. So if yeah, you like, care. oh yeah, I'm the not gonna watch it. The out there. That's fine. I just don't need to watch it. I'm myself. not gonna hold you. The video matters. All right, that depends on what. <laughs> I said the you, video matters. Three, three months out, right? I'm gonna tell if you. What. I see if I see the video, three and I see things on that video that, like mm-hmm. you said. I'm not even getting, and it's looking wild crazy. 
And my man is going to town, like going to town, town, bro. <laughs> you know, I, town, honestly, town. It, it would be tough for me. It, it might be a no for me, dog. I'm, I'm not even going front. Yo, if you watch that video, the relationship because is over. That's what I'm saying. Yo, bro, you you're, that you're video, going to watch. The relationship watch, is over. You will never be you're able going to, to watch the video out of your head. You're, you're going to watch the people around you, Jeff. There's people. There are pairs that you interact with, your family, your friends. They probably watched it. Like, okay, you know, if I decide to stay with her, I don't need to watch it. Now, I agree with Jeff on that. Why would I watch it? <laughs> it's not about why. It's about why wouldn't I? <laughs> Yo, why disturb your Wait, mental health? <laughs> it's just not worth it. I just got to catch these hands, though. For sure. And, and I'm going to put well, that no, on I mean, tape. And I'm going to put I feel that like on that's tape. Upload, uploading it to the world star. <laughs> don't beat him up. That's how you, you flip it. That's you how you gut flip his it. Life. No, no, no. That's how you Trust flip me, it. I'm going I'm to gut his life. No, no for sure. That's happening. Right. I'm going to give him what? some act right. <laughs> he has to get his ass whipped. Yeah. Wait, Kevin, what he did you say? He has to get his you ass whipped. that man's life. You, he would never make a dime ever without having to pay you for that, a fucking huge it, fat lawsuit. That, that ain't it. I am yeah, suing He might be mad, but no. No, no, no. He won't make enough money to Kev, pass anything you, to his kids. Kev. His kids' kids. His kids' kids' kids. I'm fucking his entire legacy now. Like his family generation right, will be right. destitute. Spoken Fuck out like of here! True, I am destroying Republican. that man's Kev, life. Kev, you going you gonna spend some of your own money and go to court for five months just to ruin this nigga's life? Yes, I can see it Kev doing it. that too. Every dime, uh, I, I, every I fucking fuck dime. I'm plan more. Yeah, I'm gonna just watch the nigga. And, yeah. No, no, no. Why say? watch a nigga when that can potentially get you criminally it, it won't, like, it charged? Won't. And what then, and then he it can sue you. He's offended me. He's disrespectful. It doesn't. The law's on your side. There. What are you talking about? The law's not on your. You will be sued for. You will be sued for assaulting him. And then now you're gonna have to pay yeah, money. You're thinking Fuck about this from, as a lo- wait. You gotta prove that he leaked this video, though. You gotta prove he leaked that video. There's, there's, there's you're risk thinking reward. about this as a lawyer. Add that to the wedding budget, Kev. It. The video matters to me, and this is why I watch it. If it's some <laughs> trash video where where the shit looking Luke, and I still feel good about, <laughs> and, and I still, I still feel good about myself. And I still got that confidence. Then I'm shrugging that shit off. Risk. I ain't gonna hold you. So this is about your own personal. But what you want to see? I'm telling you, <laughs> yo, I'm being no, Jeff. Yeah, I see I'm your being, point. I'm putting it out on the table because I'm putting it out on no, the table. No, say what if you watch that shit and it's one of those joints that would have got like two million likes on Pornhub. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it's one of, <laughs> yo, one of those, and my manhood and my confidence is broken, it's over. I can't come back from that. That's on me. It's not you. You didn't do nothing wrong. You didn't do nothing wrong. That's on me. I can't come back from this. Nigga Shorty got a two million view on porn. I can't come back from this. If if you are giving it up filthy, which means he unlocked a certain part of you that I can't, and you you loved me enough to not tell me, but I I saw that. I can't come nah, back from that. Bro, that's take destruction. the Kanye approach, bro. You think Kanye, you think Kanye wasn't... That sex tape was trash. Yeah, was. Yeah, that's what I'm sure Kanye still is still... Kanye saw that sex tape, that. Came, came in Ray J May, and he was that like, nigga, this shit look like some garbage. they having sex. That's it. And, and we had the video before. We had the video before. I gotta remember, when that sex tape dropped, it was not trash. Especially for celebrity sex tapes. No, it was always trash. It was yeah. the craziest thing that ever happened in our generation. Jeff, it was Jeff, trash. Jeff, that sex tape no, was always no, trash. No, 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 no. What up, what up? It's the one and only Don Julio coming at you real raw and authentic. And you are now tuned into the Who's Man's at this podcast. It's all types of entanglements going on, but we about to untangle some shit here on the Who's Man's is this podcast. And to help us kick off this next segment is the first lady of the podcast, Tay. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Monogamous. Hey, it's all you. So let's start with August right, Alcina. Okay. You know the backstory? Wait, are we going to play the clip? Kev, you got the clip? I'm sure I can find it somewhere. 
Remember we said we were going to play the, the, the clip where he said Will gave him permission? Or, Lord of mercy. Where he said he we'll loop that in he, after, man. He, Has anybody? Or where he said he could die yeah. for that. Yo, we talked about so many parts, but y'all better play the yeah, world we'll part. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll pussy. loop that in after. His health. He ready to die about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he ready to die for that. Like, like yo, Will, you not ready to die That's for that. That's good energy. Like, <laughs> You I know exactly ready, what he bro. was saying. When that's he why said he that, went though, public bro. with it. He's like, "Yo, that's it was a challenge, yo." It's like, bro, I want it. Like, <laughs> so he's, I it as he was now. saying that, his eyes was rolling <laughs> in the back of his head. He was like, "She's a great woman." Yo, Jada's sick too. She's sitting back like she want to see how it play out. Like, yo, what Will, you, you mean? Why nothing? would he say something? He got no need right. to say nothing. Yeah. What you mean? This man Stay is out of publicly claiming his wife. Like, what you mean? He's so, not. He's not. He, he said, said, "Yo, I his gave wife is the love of Wait, his life." Go ahead, like, Jeff. Said, explain what happened. So, please, we know what we get into. All right. So, for a long time, there have been rumors that August Alsina and Jada Pickett Smith had a very close relationship that bordered on romantic, and there was also at the same time rumors of Will and Jada being like having a special, different type of relationship, whether that's. Um, polygamous or like being into like swinging type stuff um but this was always kind of like tabloid stuff but um recently august alcina did a video with um angela yee from the the breakfast club where he you know kind of he spoke on the situation uh for the first time candidly and you know he admitted that he was in a relationship with jada pickett smith and that he went to will smith and asked him for permission and that you know there was an understanding so you know obviously the the internet blew up after that um you know there's a lot of opinions and reactions we're about to get into that all of that really shocked y'all though no that that shocked y'all no that, it wouldn't shock play me out if like it was jay-z like, and oh, beyonce this is my best friend. it wouldn't shock me oh tay you wildin if this was jay and beyonce bro this would no, be crazy it just does not shock me when it comes to like Big name celebrities, you know how I feel about that. Or rich people. I feel like they be doing wild, different shit. I really do because I feel like. Mm-hmm. Wait, is everybody aware that Jada yeah. denied this? They're not okay. doing wild, different okay. stuff. Like we've all all seen the scenario of the dude that's hanging around the chick, and she's like, "Yo, this is my best friend." Then months or years down the line, you find out dude been tapping for the whole time. Nah, but this shit was this shit was weird though, Fitz, because like he was around the whole family, like. He was hanging out with the kids. He was seen with Will. Like, you saying it, like, bro, that's Is that not what the best friend dude does? What? No, but the whole, the thing that makes this interesting, if this was just a typical, like, yo, she cheated and messed with them, I feel like everybody would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, Jada wanted some young dick or whatever. But this was obviously some sort of, like, understanding. Like, I don't know if it was a contract or whatever, but, like, the man was going on vacations with the whole family. He met the grandmother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they brought this nigga into the crib. Like, I don't know if y'all, if everybody's seen um, that season of House of Cards where um, where Frank was letting um, Claire fuck with that writer nigga. And, he, yeah. and they moved him into the White House. Oh, and, season three. And then, like, Frank was trying to fuck with him, too, on, on some weird shit. Like, that's, like, to me, it's like, that's... I wouldn't be surprised if you later hear about some weird shit that might have happened with Will and August Alsina. Like... That's kind of like now where I'm thinking like it, it was all the way out there. Like it wasn't just no typical, oh, you know, older woman wanted to scratch that itch type shit. Like, nah. But I don't find it as a surprise, man. 
Like this, this has been rumored for years that they had a, a open relationship or an open marriage. And now that it's on the, the forefront, everybody's losing their mind. Like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe this is true. Like usually when rumors start like this, they've started from somewhere. Somebody started dropping little hints here and there. So do y'all judge them if they did have an open relationship? Yeah, that's not of my no. business. Exactly. Yeah. Who my cares? thing is, uh, but yeah, well, one, yeah, I don't care about yeah. Go well, ahead. they didn't start out that way though, right? So or from my they? understanding, mm. they from my understanding yeah. they transitioned from what what people would consider traditional marriage to this life partnership. Um, I don't know if, if there's any information out there that can. Give us a, a true determination. Yeah, I could give you the rumor behind that. The rumor behind that is that Will um, is, well, Will is, likes men. And that he's been sleeping with, like, different men in Hollywood. <laughs> Whoa, let's cut years. out. The Fresh Prince? Propaganda. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, specifically, wait, wait, wait. Y'all didn't see that video? Uh, Tisha, 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 Campbell's, Tisha, Tisha Campbell's husband, um, Dwayne Martin. And Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell, yeah, Tisha Above Campbell spoke on this. Dwayne Martin? Yeah. Yo, didn't he have a show on UPN9? All I, of I, us. I used to yeah, watch that shit. That shit was is. funny. Yeah, Will we'll, we'll produced the show. Yeah, nah, I know, I know exactly All who of he us. is. Yeah, yeah. All of us, yeah. That was my it shit. Was pro- I love that show. It was produced by Will Smith. He was the dude that used to rock the middle part. Mm. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did y'all hear what Cap just said? Okay, it. so that cracks, that cracks Yo, the mystery. So you can't help Yo, your boy out? Not, here we go. You I can't produce saying, your boy's show? Wait, what he said? The relationship said goes back years, bro. It. So, so what? Smith was a producer like, on the show. So, Jeff, you believe in Illuminati too? No, bro. This this man's wife confirmed it. That like, and Yo, so what if Will he Smith was? Broke up their marriage. Yeah, I mean, Will, Will that's the only part that group. I feel like you could judge on though. Why? So if, if he's right. if he's fucking up somebody else's marriage with their open relationship shit, like that, y'all, that's between y'all. Like Tisha Campbell probably knew too. Yeah, she's probably. It's probably <laughs> just an open nasty fist. Yeah. Hollywood folks is too open, man. Yo, there's a video where he's getting a massage from a masseuse, a male masseuse, and he's over there like feeling it, talking about yeah, a man knows what a man Ooh. needs. Will Yo. What up? <laughs> <laughs> what up? Yo, bro. Yo, I Yo, saw bro. that and I, I immediately just kept scrolling. I'm like, I'm not even gonna forward this to my guys. Page like, like, yo, nobody like, need to see this. Weed, no, bro, bro. <laughs> this was a literally when when this all came out, people started posting videos of that? Will like this, and I was like, wait, 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 that can't be real. This, this is not. And Jada's in the video, and she's like looking at him like, all right, my nigga, relax, like. You coming in hot with all this man knows you coming in. So, but Julio, <laughs> but Julio, I wanted to touch on something. You brought up you brought, you brought up a good point on a on an earlier recording about how marriage is um you know like a contract, right? Like like not only is there romance and then there's relationship part of it, but it's also like a legal binding contract. So, do you think in any scenario similar to Will and Jada, could, if you were married, could you see yourself instead of going for a divorce, like transitioning to a life partnership where y'all are able to, I guess, be romantic and intimate with different people. But, you know, you may have kids, you may have, you may not, but still in this life partnership together because it makes sense legally. Never, 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 never. We're just going to have to we're just going to have to join the stats and become one of the people who mm. were divorced. And that's like, that. I'm not playing that. I'm not playing that game with, oh, some days I come to home and you about to go out on a date with your man. And like, well, well, wait, but like, the intimacy and the feelings are gone. Okay, go ahead. Like, you're not, it's not like you still, 
like you feeling other people too but y'all like well we got this contract and if we end up having to get a divorce it's gonna be messy because of funds and all of this let's just stay in there since we best friends anyway but you know we date whoever we want to Nah, I still can't see that unless we can't live with each other. Like, I can't be with you. Like, there, there can't be a situation where me and you is in the same vicinity and that type of situation is going on. Like, I can't think it, fathom it. It's just it's like, yo, let's just call it quits and then, like, wait, wait, move can, on. Can like. I follow up real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. We're well, not no, just talking about marriage. We're just talking about open relationships too, well, in general. Well, nah, because and you saying this, you saying when marriage. it gets messy, like this is I, if it gets. But Julio, you're focusing on like how you would, like your reaction and how you would feel. What about, what about your wife's act, like how she would feel and. Like if she wanted to go into an open marriage, well, my problem because, is like, things, things were yo, messy. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're basically focusing on yourself, saying like, yo, I would feel this type of way. Like, what about her? Like, how how do you think she would feel if you proposed that and you wanted to go to that direction? I would never one. I would never propose to go into an open marriage. That is, that is ridiculous to me. Like to for me to get married to you, Why is it, it took a whole. It took a whole lot for me to get here. Like there's a whole lot of commitment that me and you have now, you know, formed. Now you're telling me I have to be cool with you having another one of this with someone else. But not as official. He doesn't have to pay the taxes and do all that other no, no, shit. No, 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 no. That the, the idea is coming from you, though. Like, yo, you have some some other situation that you want to explore. But he's saying he's on record you, that he wouldn't want to do that. laying down the rules. Yeah, but but just off the... It's just like... That's too messy for me. It's just like, yo. It's like, <laughs> I can't... I can't... <laughs> I can't think it. It just it, it doesn't it doesn't sound right to me. It puts me back in old old shark mode, and it just is like, it, it, why would I stop at one? I just you know keep going. Like, but that's an open relationship. You can that. have as many partners as you, you want. What if you love this woman and yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah, cut that out? Like, real quick, real quick, Nick, Nick's about to say something. So Julio, so okay. Julio, let me ask you a question. If you had like Jeff Bezos, Brett, you wouldn't consider something like that, bro. You would just be like, yo, divorce. Cut her or half. His wife took a shit ton of money, mm. and now she won't have. Like you had Jeff a, Bezos, Brett. She's one of the richest people in the world now. Mm. You, you had I you had that. Michael Jordan money built expeditiously. Okay, Fitz. Like you would consider something like that. Okay, Fitz. That's what I'm saying. Put him in alimony the and child well, support. Put him in the context. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is worth 172 billion dollars. Yeah, I know how much the fuck he's worth. <laughs> so you're gonna divorce. Yeah, you're gonna divorce. She's dead. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That. At that point, yo, you see Dr. Dre. I know Dr. Dre going through it right now, bro. Like, yo, she waited till he signed that Apple deal too. We staying together. Nah, at that, that, that point in time. At that point in time, Apple money. Yeah, I need that. At that point in time, it's whoever can force whoever to to divorce. I'm going to be doing me. We're not making anything But official. that's kind of like official. the Will and Jada thing, though, Julio. Like, they have an empire right. together. That's what I'm like, saying. You know what I'm saying? It's it like, makes sense to who's stay together. going to walk away from this? It makes sense to stay together legally. If you got that much money, you know I'm probably going to stay together. If you willing to walk away from me, are you willing to let her have all the bread? Then I can't stay with you. Then, look, that's my point. Okay, cool. I'm not staying with you. <laughs> Go live where you live in. Like we can't be together, and this is happening to it. Like she's, if if we if we've reached the point where it's like, yo, I legit hate you, and the only thing you. that's keeping you here. But they don't hate each other. Okay, know? not hate each other, not hate each other. But I legit know that I want something else with someone else. If it's at that point, 
then there's no way I can live in the same household with you. Just on the side, yeah, bro. bro that shit's like on the dessert. table, fam. What you talking about? Like some dessert. And what you still gonna be? And you still gonna no. be like loving your wife? You no. still yeah. like what, what's happening? She, no, yeah, Will oh and Jada still clearly in love, she, bro. Nah, man. but Wait, were they still clearly, what type of love is that? Then what type of love is that? That's real love. I don't know. Hey, man, that's that's what, what like. I like that question, bro. That's what we like, getting what into, though, because like, I mean, personally, I don't. I like to I, I like to hope that I'm evolved and open enough to try you anything ain't. once. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but but an open relationship to me seems like such like you have to be so emotionally. What if you wasn't married? Like Would that. you do it now? Would you have like um? No no no. Only in a marriage would I trust something like that. Like I could hmm. in a just a regular relationship. There's no way. I'm wait, 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 wait. So in a regular like, relationship, wait. without being married, you would not have like an open, no. not even an open relationship. More no. of a like a um like a throuple, like two girls. Two have you have two girlfriends, mm. but y'all all are sexually mm. active together. I would do that. I would definitely. I would be down. What if it was? I believe. Nah. I believe but, the term but, but is different. I believe the term is MMF. So what if it was an MMF? Oh yeah. What if it was Thruple? No, nope. too. Nope. Okay. I can't understand that. Oh, see, yo, that's that shit that I just can't stand. If I'm having a threesome and I don't care how bad it sounds, it has to be another girl. Lou Will would never. No way. I'm having another guy. And that's fine. Right, wait, that's ex- like that shit is just too ridiculous to me. That shit is too ridiculous to me. Like it definitely has to be another girl. But at the same time, at the same time, there's no way I can love my girlfriend and know I'm also cracking wait, wait, another wait, wait. girl next to like. Nah, I like that, that, that distinction. Is, you said you don't know if you can love your girlfriend and, and be cracking another. No, I girl said I know I can't. Oh, okay. I, I can't. There's no way I could have a like. I'm love. I love one girl, and then at the same time. While we're having sex, I'm also having sex with another girl next to her. But y'all like, all in a all relationship. In, it's just like... Like, if y'all all in a relationship... Yo, who, wait, wait, so this not is not just for the sex She loves you so much that she's letting you crack this not other joint. Not just a threesome. Like, no, and Yo, she's also with this girl, yeah, too? Who nice. knows <laughs> full of shit? Correct. Yeah, so... So she's also at times making yes. love with the girl without yeah, me. Like, like they love each other here. too. Two girls nah, and they get quiet, along. It's quiet. Like, it's quiet. This is what I'm talking about. It's quiet. It's quiet. Hold that, on. That relationship nigga, is don't fire. Don't knock it until you try. Hold on. That relationship is fire. You need to do some boy. research in this, Julio. Go look up Lou Will Instagram from like three years ago. Go it looks look good. up D Ray Davis. It Go looks look up D Ray Davis. It looks good. Yo, bro, D-Ray <laughs> Davis look like, yo, he got no worries, bro. Wait, like, so you would not be done with that, Julian, because you wouldn't want them to have a separate relationship? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to be in there. What are you talking about? He's selfish. He sounds like a man who wants who wants uh, a one or two people relationship. No, 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 because he just said he's, yeah, he said he's open to a reason. I don't think anyone is opposed to cracking two women at the same time. I don't think I'm opposed to that. I mean, I'm opposed to that. You're not opposed, go? I have to be opposed to that. Listen, yo, don't get intimidated over there, man. Speak your mind, bro. Speak your mind. You said you're not opposed? Yo, hold on, hold Yo, somebody tell that. Tell Kev to tell the intern. The way Tay like looked not- at Shane just now, bro, that's money right there. Like you ain't you ain't see the said, gun oh, on Shane hit. Into that? <laughs> yeah, I see the gun on Shane. It wasn't even a gun, bro. A it was a knife. <laughs> Tay Mexicans. It was a knife, bro. She had that. Yo, 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 like, yo Shane, we'll hear from you tomorrow. We know what happened. It's okay. Hey, what, what's that character on my block? Uh, how you, yo, 
Tay, how you say knives in his, his how Spanish? How you say what? Like? Knives, knives. Nice. I don't know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, all right, cool. I'm glad somebody caught the reference. <laughs> Wait, no, I see. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not against. Bugging. I'm not against that idea, but just not for me. <laughs> like, I don't El think cuchillo. anything's wrong I, that's with that's what it. Julio's saying. Oh, cuchillo. Cuchillo. My man. Yeah, cuchillo. I'm not. I don't yeah. think it's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> but I just know, like. Wait, Sam, you with that? Nah, I'm with Julio on this, man. It just, it, I feel like the mentality you have to have I'm to be okay there. with that would leave me to feel as if there's always a back door for you. And because I don't want to be with some, that type of individual, I would just have to say. I'm not myself. secure enough. I'll say it like that. I am in, I'm not secure enough. Wait, I have so insecurities. You're not secure enough for what? I have insecurities that a throuple will challenge every single day that will, that will, that would literally, I will be living with anxiety. I'm being completely honest. It doesn't matter. An open relationship, a throuple, anything, because now it's a whole other variable in which is like for me, like I can only respond to your reactions, right? I, I can only feed into your feelings. So if I'm reading your feelings, I'm trying to get to know you, cool, right? But now if there's another variable, there's another person involved and they're altering your feelings and, and, and you're growing with them, it's something I can't control. And then literally... You can become a different person that I, I may not recognize simply off of your relationship with this other person, this third person. Like, but you on have the a flip side, though, though, y'all could become That's stronger. That is true. You said y'all could become stronger. A lot of people say that. I don't want to take that. Really? I, I told you, I'm not there. You guys become stronger. Y'all got three incomes coming into the house. Yeah, I told wait, you, I'm not Nick, would you be, Nick, you will be down? For a throuple, for a throuple, Fitz. Not, not an open relationship. A throuple, mm-hmm. so it's two. Two, so two like a third, yeah, two, two chicks, yeah. a third person, but it's like a three-way relationship, not like, yo. You're in love with both of them. To go fuck oh, yeah, around. I would definitely try to get that off. <laughs> so that's... I would try to get that off. <laughs> like a trick. Yo, Fitz, right? yo, Fitz like don't think it's going to work. Like a skateboard got to be a doctor. Yeah. Be like a street for a few years. Like a street fighter combo. <laughs> like a street... <laughs> <laughs> you say, yo, I'll try my luck. The way you said that, you don't think it's going to end well, right? If I had two people that loved me and we were building towards something, yep. we're going to go on this journey called life yep. together. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the benefits of that, man. You're better. You're better together. Is this so? If we, if we so have a one understanding you were one of two guys. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not doing yeah, Y'all not into men, though. Julio, so. stop bringing that up, bro. I'm not, I'm not no, doing that, bro. There's no real... So then There's you're no not really so then so, so then don't, don't really call me selfish. Don't really call me selfish if you only willing to do it if you get two girls. No, that's my but preference, if you, bro. But you if you want to, you, but if no, let me tell you two niggas. If you want two niggas, now you sitting there like, nah, come on, no, no, don't no, bring no, that no, up. That's my preference, no, because, man. No, we talking about the throuple situation, like that's a throuple. Listen, me as a man, that's your that's your throuple. I want my own to provide for both women. I don't need another nigga in there like that. Like, but I don't even need to get into the specifics of that. What I was gonna say, the reason why you're selfish, <laughs> the reason why you're selfish Go is because ahead. you would be down for a threesome, but now no, it's like, oh, yep. relationship. No. I agree, oh, Jeff. Chill, Y'all misheard. Y'all like, misheard what I said that. about like, the threesome. What you say? This, I said I can't, I, I won't have a girlfriend and have a threesome with her. There's no way that I can, like, there's no girl like that I could legit be trying to, like, move forward with 
and go and have a threesome with her. It's impossible for me. But Why? if I'm just out here with you, what and if, I know what, it's what just one of those. Brought, what if your girl brought another girl it's like It's quiet. Yeah. I already told her, too. It's quiet. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, I just know, like, I, there's no way I could crack man, mentally. I don't even want to, like, I didn't want to, I don't want to dive you know, into oh, that round. Because it's just like, so yo. is lying, bro. Yo, if, you walk in, so. if, if you walk into your home, if you walk into your home right now and your girl is upstairs, no, no, no. You, you take if off she, your boots from a long day work and you walk upstairs. It's your, it's your girl and another girl in the bed. You walk in You tell her to put her clothes on and walk away? You can't stand behind your principles. Wait, no. You said what's it? If yeah, I walk in and she's naked? I said yeah. I said if she if you walk in and your girl is in there and there's naked, two, two and, naked and another girl is in there naked, you telling her to put on her clothes and you walking off? My yo, or you jumping in? Or you joining the party, bro? Yo, yo, step out. No. Is this for me? Yo, give that man an Oscar for his performance. Julio is definitely lying. He gonna he gonna put the silky on because he don't want to sweat out his ways. And he jumping in that bed. He gonna slowly take the do rag off. Come on, come on, come on. Julio, especially if you a little saucy, you had a couple shots, nigga. Like, like let's not even. Yo, fun, yo, the old, the old me, the, the old me would have did it. The old me would have did it. Old send me the so, Addy, I'm taking so it down. So when did you become the new you? Addy, I'm taking it down. I haven't been, I haven't been in New York in a while. I'm turning, I'm turning thirty this year, man. I gotta chill with that type of stuff. What is wrong? Yeah, I mean, look at this growth right here. As soon as Sam hit record, that's when the new Julio shows. They said this meeting is being recorded. That's when the new Julio showed up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't like this character assassination that's going on. Or this trying to pull me out and put, put me on front street or whatever Jeff is doing here. Well, I'm definitely doing that, man. The whole relationship part, I think, is a definite plus, man. You get two you get two people that, that's going to join you in that journey. You get two two families that now you get to, to go on that journey with. You get two two more incomes coming in. You guys can build. You can do a lot of stuff, bro. Man, I feel like it speaks to a lot of, like, um, you know, maturity, like, just in you, but also the strength of your relationship. Like, to me, I, I, I would love to have something like that where, like, me and my shorty are just that connected and we trust each other that much that, like, we can invite somebody into what we're building, like, and and not question, like, that, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is what's happening here? What's happening there? Like. It's it, but it's it's fucking it's difficult. It's it's definitely difficult. Like the whole situation is just to me impossible. Which I, I personally yeah. don't have the the mental or emotional capacity to deal with to deal with myself, let alone two other people. <laughs> yeah, like hell to the gnaw. Like that's why yo, honestly, that's why I can't cheat because. I don't understand anyone in a relationship that can cheat because I can't do why it. Why are y'all equating this to cheating? Oh, why don't you let me finish the statement first? Then that'll explain the answer. <laughs> but um, nah, because I, it's not cheating, but it's on the same type of level because you're dealing with another person. On top of your the regular relationship you had, say I was with my girlfriend and then we started to throuple later. I don't have the emotional capacity or the mental capacity to deal with another person, which is why I've never cheated before because I can't do that. And plus, I'm too honest. Like I would have slipped oh. up. I would have told my girl the other like what I'm Black doing, what I'm going. Cheat. Like, yo, shut the fuck yo, up with that, Kev. That, like, that's exactly. I'm why too I, honest. Like niggas try to niggas try to explain like their shortcomings by like, yo, I'm so full of virtue. 
that like it's not nigga, that okay so i'm not saying it in the sense that i'm full of virtue is that, that you i can't <laughs> lie like, don't let him get away with I just, that man. yo yeah <laughs> it's a short joke. yo kev just, I, I'm just yo, let's just be real i feel like a lot of people speak on shit off a of principle that like they ain't really experienced but like Let's just be honest. You just haven't been in that situation yet. Like, if you met the right woman that. that made you comfortable in something like that, you don't. You're saying you wouldn't even entertain it. I'm not buying that, bro. Entertain what? Cheating? No, not no, no, not cheating. I'm. I'm. I'm we we can make the cheating transition in a second. But I'm saying, um, because I feel like you're equating the idea of being open to any sort of polygamous type situation. You feel like the per the, the person that would be comfortable with that would be someone that's somewhat comfortable with cheating. Am I wrong? No, I mean I'm not saying that. I'm just saying me personally because I, because I don't have the emotional and mental capacity to deal with a third person in a relationship. That that's a, that's a reason why I've never cheated either because I just happened. can't okay. I can't deal with that. Like that's just way too much. Like Shane mentioned earlier, like the anxiety that comes with it. Like so, you yeah. never had multiple joints at the same time. At the same time, no. And the one time that it almost happened <laughs> went south. So yeah. <laughs> Yo, tell us about that. You got a baby mom's Wait. out that situation. I'm First serious. Of, I, yeah. I, 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 I really don't. I never tried. All of this, all of this was. was you ducking child support, Kev? I'm not. Yeah, yo, Kev, yo, you yo, seem hurt, bro. Like, get into it, bro. We here for you. It's no support group. What is this? Oh, it's not a support group. <laughs> no. it's this is a safe place, man. This is a safe place. No, bro. This is this is a safe place, bro. Yo, Kev brought up Kev brought up a good point though. Like, I feel like we could talk about um, cheating and like why, like why men cheat. You ready? Go ahead. Yo, it's your boy Shane. This your girl Tay, and, and you, you are, are now, now tuned into the, the Whose Man's Is This podcast. Period. It's your host, Nick, and we're getting ready to get into our next topic. Tom Brady. Some say he's the GOAT. Some say he's overrated. We'll find out in this next debate between Shane and myself. Let's go. Nick, you call it? Shane, you want to call it? Nah, the last couple times I called on the loss. So I ain't going to continue that trip. Tails. Flip, 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 flip. It's heads. It's on you, Nick. What you mm. want? Shane, you go first. My opponent is going to claim that Tom Brady is probably the GOAT or one of the, you know, probably the best quarterback of all time. But I'm here to tell you that surface stats, although surface stats at face value would align with that, I'm going to provide you stats and a storyline that shows you that Tom Brady probably isn't even the best quarterback in his era. And I'm going to make the argument that there's another quarterback that's been playing during this time that should also be considered to be one of the best. When I look at Tom Brady being overrated, I see um, a storyline of you know six championships, which I'm going to comment on later. I'm sure my opponent will as well. And also the fact that he leads almost every category as far as a quarterback goes in postseason. But that's also because he's played about twice as many games as everyone else. But when you normalize it with averages, you would also go to see that Tom Brady kind of falls within the mill of other quarterbacks in his era. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> oftentimes his career, people have drawn parallels with his career to Michael Jordan's. Um, but I'm here to challenge that and say he should be drawn more closely to someone like a Bill Russell, who just happens to be a very good player in a very good system on a good team for a very long time. And I yield my time. All right. That was a strong opening round right there. Uh, next we got Nick. Shout out to the BX. Just want to start off by saying knowledge reigns supreme over everyone. Shane, you must learn. 
Tom Brady is definitely the GOAT, and you can never be considered overrated with a resume like this. He has the most wins in the regular season of any quarterback in NFL history, the most passing yards in the regular season and playoffs of any quarterback in NFL history, the most passing touchdowns in the postseason, the most touchdowns thrown to a different wide receiver. He has the most game-winning drives, including the postseason, with 58. He has 17 division titles in his 19-year career. Playoff wins, he has the most playoff wins in playoff history. He has nine Super Bowl appearances, the most of any quarterback in NFL history, along with six Super Bowl wins, the most of any quarterback in NFL history. He also owns the most passing yards in Super Bowl history, the most touchdowns in Super Bowl history. In his 19-year career, he's been to the playoffs six times. He is the only NFL quarterback to be inducted into two all-decade teams. In the 100-year history of the NFL, there were 10 quarterbacks selected to the All-100 team. Of those quarterbacks, if you look at John Elway, Drew Brees, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre, Tom Brady has more Super Bowl championships than all of those combined. All right, so we're about to get started with round two. Fellas just exchanged hit for hit, so now we're about to have our rebuttal stage. We're going to start off with Fitz. Um, I think Shane said something that he, he stated that some of the, that Tom Brady's stats uh, were mediocre at best when you look at them Never at a said that. level. Never said the word mediocre. He, just said that, just said that stats he, are inflated by the amount of games played, and I'm here to provide averages to normalize them for you. And you, and you the, did exactly the, what I thought. You just give amount, me the most the amount, X, the most Y, the, the most Z. Of when we talk about but, averages, but he doesn't lead first in the, anything the when it comes to average. Game, Not a the, single quarterback-related stat he, does quarterback he, lead. He, does Tom Brady lead when it comes to average? But continue. You said more. Okay, you're going to let me talk now? Yeah, go ahead. You said more games played. So in order to play more games, you have to win. His level of competition that he's played against mm-hmm. is bar to none of any of the quarterbacks that you are going to mention. When you look That's at Tom subjective. Brady and the people that he had to go through in order to get to his Super Bowls and his championships, mm-hmm. he went through great teams. In the AFC, he had to stump through in his first couple of years. He had to go through Oakland, mm-hmm. who was a great team. Mm-hmm. He had to go through the Indianapolis Colts. I want to talk about that Oakland game. Team. He also had to way. go against the... The Baltimore Ravens, who had one of the vaunted defenses of all time. Nick, all you're doing is all you're doing is speaking AFC subjectiveness. Well, all you're doing is speaking subjectiveness. It's not subjectiveness because at the end of the day, the things that matter are wins. So okay. his stats are definitely going to be up there because he won. Of course. And did, at the end of the you, day, you said something about him being a system quarterback. Nobody never, else is never said the that system either. that you're talking about. You did I never said that. that I never used the word system quarterback. All right, well, let's, 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 Shane, let's let Shane respond with some objective facts to, to some Thank of you. subjectiveness. Go ahead, Thank Shane. you. So you mentioned the 17 division titles. Uh, well, of course, um, you know, Tom Brady will have 17 division titles when the AFC East, since he's been in the league, has a win percentage of 44%. Which is only, um, which is third worst behind the NFC North and the AFC West. So he's been playing in a historically very bad division for pretty much the majority of his career, right? So that would explain the dominance in the regular season, which leads to multiple postseason appearances. Explain him getting to the Super Bowl. Explain him getting to the Super Bowl because the whole AFC can't suck. Well, (laughs) it's funny that you say that. So you have you you have you ever? I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit the group with a staggering stat. That's going to change everyone's perspective on Tom Brady's legacy. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, we all have heard the term defense wins championships, right? Since mm-hmm, Tom Brady's mm-hmm. been in the league in 2001, the average defensive ranking for the Super Bowl winner 
over that 19-year span is 7.6. Tom Brady's Patriots, 7.2. It's probably more of a statement to say that the Patriots' defense over the last 20 years is probably the GOAT because it's unprecedented that they've been outpacing the Super Bowl champions over the last 20 years. Do you understand that? The Patriots' defense has outperformed the league, the field. We're not talking about just their opponent. We're talking about the field. Even when they don't make the postseason, they've outpaced but the Super Bowl me, winner in defense. You just told me what do you have to say for that? Week. You just told me he played. Okay, you just told me that he plays in the week AFC yes. East, correct? Correct. So if they play two games a year against these teams that you you speak correct. of, yes, their defense. Yeah, yep, stats exactly. Would be you're, you're, you're feeding into so everything I'm make, saying. You're feeding no, into no, everything I'm saying. It's not. It's not that I'm feeding into what you're Go saying ahead. because you're trying to make the point that the defense is the goat. But if they're playing the, the against weak competition is, in a division the, the two times a year, then that means their defense is let me help you out. I'm going to give now, you hold the, on, hold the, on. the Patriots' hold defensive gonna, rankings. Gotta, gotta I'm going to give you defensive Yo, the you defensive Patriots' rankings on all of Tom Brady's you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, Real quick. You, you can let me talk? Seven, one, eight, three, one, and six. Continue. In the Super Bowl? Every time he's won the Super, in the Bowl, Super Bowl, here his defense, here his de- okay. where he doesn't, okay, so, he doesn't control the defense. So, he doesn't so play cornerback. He doesn't play linebacker. Seven, one, eight, three, one, six. So I'm going to give you his Super Bowl opponents. So when he played mm-hmm. the, the Carolina Panthers, the defensive rank of the Carolina Panthers was six. When he Game winning field goal by, by year, his kicker. Hold on. When he, played the, when he played the Philadelphia Eagles, the defensive rank of the Philadelphia Eagles that year was two. When he played the Legion of Boom Seahawks, the rank of the defense that he played that year was one. What are you talking about here? And then on his other Super Bowl wins, he went on to have to face the strongest offenses in the league. The Rams were ranked number one. The Falcons were ranked number one. What are you talking about here, the defense, bro? And then on the defense his, on his way, on their hold on. For the record, hold on. And then hold on, on his I'm way, not going to let you run that. I'm not let me let finish talking. Let me finish talking. You, you got to let me talk. Dur- but at the end of the day, his runs to the AFC, those teams that he played, the defensive teams that he played on his run to the AFC were one and two. two touchdowns and one pick, and he threw for 145 yards in that. In that Super Bowl against the Rams, continue. And, and which game? And which game? In the one against the Rams. Again, the defense ran supreme on that okay, team. So and, what are you saying? In the one against the. And, but hold on, I want to take a step back. I want to take a step back because I'm not going to go here and tell you that Tom Brady's overrated without giving you a perspective to look at. Let's let's consider Drew Brees for a second. Give me a let's consider Drew Brees for a second. Since Drew Brees has been in the league, let's consider Drew Brees. His average defensive ranking. Mm-hmm. So the defense that he had to play with is 18.9. So. Let's, so that's the difference between Tom Brady, again, 7.2, paces the entire field. Now, Breeze, 18.9, Peyton Manning, 13.4, Aaron Rodgers, 15.8. Those are the, you know, the quarterbacks of his era in which we've compared him to. And every one of those quarterbacks now, have had when you defensive look, rankings that when are you look, twice as bad as Tom Brady throughout the span of their career. When you and look at record, every last one of those quarterbacks, just to throw it out there, Joe Montana do, is nine. So we actually had a better defense number one wide than Joe receivers. Montana during the 1980s. Continue. With... Uh, Okay, with all of these quarterbacks that you just gave me, I'm going to yeah. tell you something that Tom Brady didn't have that they had. They all had dominant wide receivers. Peyton Manning played with two Hall of Fame wide receivers, Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. It's hard for he me also to say played that with a dominant running back me, in Edron James. You cannot give me objective They're Hall of Famers, where, so I can tell you that. At the end of the day, you cannot show me 
Show I, me a trend where top receivers win championships. What, what I, show me you're a trying trend. to argue his show stats aren't, aren't. You're trying to argue that show his stats trend, aren't up to don't, theirs don't or not up to theirs. Show me a trend. What I'm telling where you, where top receivers are winning championships. And I'll wait. When Tom Brady was I'm hurt, telling, when Tom Brady no, was I'm hurt t- in that one year, top top wide receivers don't win one year, the Patriots win quarterbacks win championships, and we see the winner with with the most championships. Fellas, we have a question from the audience that may help you find the answer to the question that you both are asking right now. So. The question is, where does Tom Brady's accuracy match up against other QBs of his time? You know what? I don't have the objective stats in front of me of that, but from what we see with the eye test, he's usually throwing the ball anywhere between five to seven yards in front of him. Tom but just Brady, per off system, so Tom his accuracy Brady, is, is, is going to be good. As Tom a matter of fact, I, I want to say Tom Brady might be number one or number two when it comes to accuracy, when, yeah. when it comes to passing he, accuracy. That that's not a stat that proves anything. He's, that's if that anything that points the to the fact that he may be a system quarterback time. because again well, when it, he it doesn't when point he to the got fact hurt and missed the whole season the because nobody else is winning that system and still dominated the division. Did they win the Super versus Bowl versus when Peyton Manning so that, missed the whole season? Well, his team went two and. But what that speaks to is sorry, I almost misspoke. His team went two and fourteen, which led to a number one pick. Again. I'm, I'm again. I'm showing. I'm, I'm you're giving just you talking facts at this point in time. On, on, you're, on you're, how not, Tom you're not giving me facts made, because facts not made much. Facts, facts much would, of a, much facts of would a make this in, this, in the this Patriots is what, dynasty. This okay. is it, this is what facts would make. Okay, mm-hmm. when you sit here and you say that he's a system quarterback, I haven't gotten he on the cheating. Is the one that I still have a whole segment on the cheating. Well, now with that, I still have a whole segment on the cheating. You got to let me talk. I have a whole segment on the cheating. You can't just sit here and just ramble off random shit and not let somebody talk. At the end of the day, if he was just a system quarterback and anybody could do it, when he was out, the, the Patriots would have been winning Super Bowls. They've never won a Super Bowl without him. He With was out for one season, said, and they went 11-6. What, what are talk? you saying? Bro, Tom Brady bro, has never won Did they win a Super when Bowl? his defense didn't perform. Did they win a Super Bowl? 10. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? What are you? What look I'm how weak you, your argument is. Look you, how weak are you going to let me talk, bro? Has never you won't even let me talk to get my argument out. Understand that. When Drew Brees, what won, I'm sitting when here, Drew Brees won I'm his answering, I'm, his I'm literally answering your points. Are you going to know that? T- Yo. Did you know that? You know what? When, when Peyton Manning won his first championship, at the end of the day, was ranked 23rd. Did you know that? I'm hitting the audience with information that matters. <laughs> you're not hitting, up you're with hitting me with you're you're hitting me with nothing, nothing at all. You're just rambling. What you're saying is the fact that the 11 and 6 Patriots didn't win a Bro, Super you're not Bowl even is, an, me is talk, a reason man. to discredit the fact talk. that he went 11 and 6 and won the division with a backup quarterback. What what I'm trying the what, fact that what he I'm didn't win the Super Bowl with a backup no, quarterback. No, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying what I'm saying is this. Fitz, you the take the last minute, all right? Go in ahead. The quarterback. All right, the teams that you're mentioning and the quarterbacks that you're mentioning all had better offensive weapons than Tom Brady. At the end of the day, you're saying that his stats don't match up to theirs. But in the one time that we did see him have a dominant wide receiver such as Randy Moss, he blew the league out with his stats. He ended up throwing 50 touchdowns in one year. They didn't he win went the to the Bowl. Super Bowl, though. They didn't win he the went Super to Bowl. the Super Bowl. Why you so, okay, up? if not winning the Super Bowl is, is a point that you're going to make, then you, you definitely have no Super points Bowl. to make here because then he why? has more Super Bowl wins than every, than every quarterback that you just mentioned. Why are you bringing it up? He has more Super Bowl wins than— Did it help? Did it help? We have a we have a question we have a question from the audience. I believe it's what quarterback or quarterbacks would you say are better than Tom Brady? Then, if you're saying he's not the best, okay. So that question I'm assuming is directed to me. The question was: Is Tom Brady overrated? And what I've done was I answer the question, and, and, bro. And no, the, the, the question, debate. Bro. You, okay. you haven't told me anything about him being overrated that that even made sense. Well, well, I have because you I've shown you objective you're not, you're evidence not, on on the you, fact you that Breeze. Have, you have on the given Breeze, me any the, objective the court, evidence. The, I have though at all that the quarterbacks the, of his era had played with weaker defenses and mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Not I'm not just making the claim that Tom Brady has played with good defenses. I'm making the claim that Tom Brady 
defenses has paced the entire NFL okay, when it comes okay, to Super so Bowl champions. That's the only stat that needs to well, be heard. So He's had a better was, defense so was Drew than the Brees field of champions. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so let, me, so let me ask you a question. Was Drew, was Drew Brees' defense over the last couple years shit, or were they not one of the top five defenses in the league? He had a top five defense in the league, and he also had one of the top That's wide That's incorrect. In I, I have the numbers right here. One of the right top running backs and you can check them in the for league, yourself. and he didn't win a championship, did he? That That's incorrect. I can, I can, sh- I can share my research with you, and you can go validate it yourself. But the Saints last year was 13th, the year before 14th, the year before 10th. The last time um, he had a top five defense was back in 2013 when it was four. So, again, don't did just Did he win the championship opinion. there? No, he didn't. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm actually that. Did he win the championship he there? He didn't. What does okay, then, but he, he's, he's this quarterback that he should be able to propel his team. If he's the caliber of quarterback that Tom Brady is, he should have been able to propel his team okay. with that top defense. I love that, that you had. say that. But he I didn't. love that you say that because with but that. But he also. With, hold I love on, that hold you on. say that because hold with hold that on. same. Hold on, with that same hold voice. Hold on. The, okay, hold, get, on hold on. Get, hold on. Get, because I, finish I, that statement. I, I, I definitely want to make this point here, bro. Sorry. At the end of the day, Tom Brady has taken the Patriots before he got there with zero Super Bowls to being let being tied for the franchise with the most Super Bowls, okay. bro. Before he got there, they won nothing. After he leaves, we're going to see okay, if they can okay, win Okay, okay, now you're and rambling. The, and you're the not three years that he didn't play? You're not giving any information that matters. These are facts. You're not giving any, any, not giving any information I'm literally giving you facts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you instances where Tom Brady, me, based on Tom your Brady standards, should have won the Super top, Bowl. In 2019, top, just last year, just last year, with the number one defense, he didn't even make the Super Bowl. With the number one defense, Tom, he didn't Tom even Brady make the Super Bowl top in 2017. Three with in every major QB stat that you're going to give me, and he did that, that is incorrect. with that no is dominant incorrect. wide receiver. That is incorrect. He's top two in passing yards of all time. Is that not right? That is correct. But that's because he's played okay. more games. Pa- let's, passing touchdowns. Let's talk about the averages. Go ahead. You no 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 in the regular season, bro. You don't play more games than anybody else in in, in the in the regular season. You play what 16 games a year, correct? So the stat you're bringing up is just, is just regular season. And then even even if he does okay, and even if he does play longer than any other quarterback, longevity is also a reason that he is great. He has been able to keep can himself I, okay. in tip top shape and be okay, available so okay. to come to, in and okay. play. Can it's I not his fault point? that he was able there, to outlast there, the rest the, of his competition. I'm going to give you all the years where the Patriots had had a top ten to defense and they didn't and they didn't win the Super Bowl. 2019. The the fact that Tom Brady led the league in 2017 and the 2009, 2008, 2007 were times where Tom Brady's had top 10 defenses and it has not won the Super Bowl. Again, an right. unprecedented yeah, hold on, hold on. defensive strength when it comes to the, the when, fact that not Tom to Brady mention he's been with the same court, for, the same 41 coach. years old, 41 okay. years old and was still able to lead the league in passing debunks everything that you're talking about as far as him not being, his stats not it's time. being. It's time. It's time. There with time. the rest of his peers. Time. All right. All right. Back to your corners, fellas. That was a good one. All right. So we're about to enter our final round where each contestant will be able to make their final remarks. Uh, they'll get a minute and 30 seconds each. Make it good, fellas. These are your last impressions. Let's go. Just like I predicted. <laughs> My opponent brought to you a bunch of surface stats about how Tom Brady is the most in X, Y, and Z. But for the record, he has played more games than Drew Brees, but does not have more passing yards than Drew Brees. So again, um, when we talk about Tom Brady being overrated, we refer to him as the GOAT. Well, I've shown you that in his era alone, Drew Brees has comparable stats across the board. And when it comes to championships, which is, again, a team achievement because football is, you know, the most team-oriented sport, well, Tom Brady has been on the better team. As a matter of fact, 
by the stats. He's been on the best defensive team over the last 20 years. And that's pretty staggering. I, I think that's probably unprecedented across any major sport when it comes to uh, 19 years. Um, and we could probably fact check that down the road. But when you put together the fact that Brady is fifth in passer rating behind Drew Brees and Rodgers, the fact that he has the best defense and the fact that his team and himself has been linked to three cheating incidents that he didn't get a chance to get into with Spygate, the walkthrough gate, and the deflate gate, along with the fact that he's played in a division with a 44% win percentage over his career, it's just the perfect storm where, again, you can relate his career to someone of Bill Russell's where longevity and a great franchise has led to multiple championships. But when it comes to the conversation of GOAT, he's often overlooked for you know obvious reasons. And I think down the stream, we're going to be saying the same things about Tom Brady. <clears throat> Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. At the end of the day, my opponent tried to bring up Drew Brees as being comparable or comparable or having better stats. Drew Brees has never been an NFL MVP. So that speaks to the point that nobody believes that he, he was the greatest quarterback in the league at any point in time in his career. Tom Brady is the three-time most valuable player, 14-time pro bowler. And contrary to what my opponent is saying, he hit you guys with no facts. At the end of the day, there is no quarterback in NFL history, history, not one, that has done or accomplished the things that Tom Brady has. And at the end of the day, you played to win the game. We're not playing for all of these crazy stats, which Tom Brady has, but we play for championships. And at the end of the day, he can say that he played in a weak division. But when you get to the playoffs, you play against the best that your division has to offer. And over the countless amount of years, he has played top tier competition in the AFC. And then he has went on to beat the best competition that the NFC had to offer. Now, with that being said, if you don't have a dominant wide receiver, your stats shouldn't even be as high as they are. But all of the guys that he mentioned all had number one wide receivers. And in our small sample size of seeing what Tom Brady was able to do with a dominant wide receiver, he blew the lid off the league. He is the only person that comes out here consistently every year and doesn't have a dominant number one wide receiver and wins. Regardless of the situation, he has more comeback wins than anybody. So that means including the playoffs, most of his Super Bowl victories have been comeback victories where he's at. Time, 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 time. Hey, y'all. This is the Mixed Drink Poppy, better known to my mom as Sam. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Whose Man's Is This Podcast. Hey, uh, I'm about to get more in touch with our sensitive side here on the Whose Man's Is This Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy this next conversation, a.k.a. the Brotherhood Smoke. Yeah, he really had a Draco in the in the back and um like a couple pounds of marijuana if not more and some other kind of let me just google this joint yo bro with the way they're shooting black men nowadays you should roll around with a draco and you do need a little weed to take the edge off bro. Like, <laughs> the the day, I, don't, I don't i don't feel like that's uh anything wrong with that uh yes a little weed is is correct um but that's not what he had on him <laughs> sir <laughs> okay how much weed did I'm, he have i'm on? going to find it for you oh, where two did he pounds, get caught two pounds of marijuana a bag of 1,300 dosage units of ecstasy. Uh, deputies also found an AK-47 firearm, a Glock 9mm pistol with extended magazine. Oh, yeah, nah, he's not stable. He's not stable. Whoa. Oh, yeah, he, go, he going down. Wait, this is homie from the shop? This is Jason Mitchell. The uh, He brand. was really living that shy life, boy. That sound like, well, um, what's his name? When they found Delonte West riding around... <laughs> Cleveland with a fucking AK around his back. Nah, he's Sebastian. a he's a good actor. He's a decent actor. actor. Like, he was he was up and coming. He's a very good actor. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was really good. Crying, uh, straight out, what was it, straight out of Compton. 
Phenomenal when he, job. Yo, when he showed that Easy E scene, a tear almost came to the corner of my eye, bro. I didn't go front. Yo, yo, yo. No front. funny shit, but speaking of crying, I was listening to, yo, Jeff, the audio of when, um, what EP was that when Nick was moderating and he ended it with some <laughs> with emotional-ass teary speech. Nick, <laughs> it was like, yo, I want to just give a moment of silence to Joe Floyd, yo, to, Amon yo, Aubrey, <laughs> Breonna Taylor. Yo, and I'm know, looking yo, at the camera because this is the Zoom recording. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, this man, Nick, is a storyteller. Because he would have you believing that he was heartbroken. The minute that scene switched over, <laughs> my man was like, all right, man, yeah, I was in <laughs> <And> NC. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, bro, I'm going to tell you, one, I was heartbroken over that because that's a sad situation. You got to be able to move forward, man. Bottle it up and then move forward, bro. But um, now nah, to answer to answer your question, Jeff, I don't. There, there, T.I. was from Rochester. There's two movies, bro. If T.I. was from Rochester. There's two movies where I almost cried, bro. And it was because it was real sad. Now, John what's, the, Q, what's the ones that you did cry? John Q. Because I'm like, damn, okay. that's really, really sad. I yeah, let's bad, stop bro. lying. Let's he, just be honest he gotta, about it. He got he's, he's about to kill himself to save his son. I said, this is some sad shit. And um, Antoine Fisher. Because I was like, that man had a hard fucking life, bro. Damn. So notebook to make you cry, like, man? Hell no. Nah. Not even close. Fuck the notebook. What is with the notebook that make everybody cry? The woman doesn't know, doesn't remember who he is. And every day, he reads her the entire and, story. And, ev- and every day, she finds out who she is. And she remembers for a second. She remembers who she is for a second. And then she forgets again. And he repeats it every single day. Oh, that's that's sad. But so it's tearworthy? I don't think it's that sad. <laughs> Kev, you cried yourself to sleep when you saw The Notebook, bro. Do I have never once seen that movie a day in my life. Do not I have never once seen a movie a day in my life. Yo, you Verify first. Verify if I've seen the movie. I have never watched Verify first if I've seen the movie before you lodge baseless accusations. By myself. The Best Man Holiday. I shed a tear. You shed a tear at The Best Man? The Best Man Holiday. The Best Man Holiday. When they started lowering his wife's casket? That's a good one. That was a bit much. You, cr- you, you cried when they started lowering her casket into the ground. Yeah, that was a lot. You you know why I didn't cry? Because I knew halfway through that movie how this story was. Like, oh yeah, no, you could tell. When she, yeah, when she started coughing up that blood, I said she got it. That stuff don't be sad, man. The stuff you be seeing. Nah, I'm a cosign. I'm a cosign Fitz, bro. I watched uh, John Q during a during a summer camp. Thank during you. The summer camp in seventh Thank grade, you. bro. It's like summer camp. Bro, oh, you was crying in seventh grade. Bro, it was a summer camp. Bro, I, you know, bro, that's bro, a sad I'm movie. Kind of crazy saying that. But there was, was, was tenth graders. Grade, there was tenth graders at the camp. It was seventh through tenth <laughs> yo, grade, bro. Yo, bro, it's a, it's a sad movie. Theater, bro, was crying, bro. Like it was all <laughs> middle school and high school kids. Like dudes was in there, like making sure nobody see. Like yo, I gotta get out of here. Like dudes was trying to get out. Like yo, this shit is too sad. Like <laughs> dudes were breaking down in there, bro. Like nah. Because you know how, how Denzel be acting? Oh, no, that, that movie was sad. Go no, and pop know, that movie back in. It's not just Denzel. It's the combination of his... That lady is one of the best criers in Hollywood history. Like He said Hollywood. No, she is. Oh, that's She's known for Pursuit that. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness. happiness that, is, I'll put it up there, too. Yeah, that that, that got your boy. With you know what she works. did? When she, when she told her... When she told her, Do something, John! <laughs> you gotta do something! Oh, you can't Bro, put the pressure um, on the man like that. She's the master of like crying and, it, and like angry talking through through her cry. Like, yo, Jeff, she put the phone. She put the phone to the son's mouth. 
Fitz been dying for this moment. <laughs> He's like, give me one of those Nate such and such. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, bro. I'm like, they got the little kid up out of here, man. Oh, man. Because you knew he was Marble, about it. My guy, G. Yeah, my guy, G. Baby bit the dust. That one was that was a tough one, man. Oh, that was that a bit was much. A I still didn't cry. That Central, that Central Park, this Central Park special. Wait, oh, when they see it? Wait, you talking about the movie when they see us? Not, I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch, I it. watch it. Yeah, when I they see us. I think I cried. I think I legit you know, cried. The first episode had your boy. <laughs> yeah, I Yo, had Shane, to finish I feel like it. Like crying now. <laughs> Who me? Nah, Shane. Yo, Tay made me soft. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Shane, Shane enjoys a good cry now. Like. When they see us have me on the ropes, I couldn't it, watch the rest. Oh, it's wait, a series. Y'all, y'all it's not a this movie. Is us? You never seen when they see us? No, I haven't. No, I, don't, no, I, I wasn't. In a, I wasn't in a good state to watch it at the time it came out. Y'all, yeah, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish. Yo, bro, I can't. I can't that watch shit. stuff like that because that I, I'd be ready to punch right. white people. That's why I couldn't watch it. It was too much strife going on. Yeah, y'all gotta watch it. Y'all crazy. I didn't watch This Is Us for that same what, reason too. Like I don't watch about? shit that I know is about when they to see make us me cry anymore. Like oh, you have to no, see no, no, when no, they yeah, see yeah. us. The production, the drama on it, the acting. Wait, like, when they see us, is that the you Central gotta, Park? You gotta, you gotta they had, what's the name? Who's that? Underwood's in there and John Leguizamo. I'm sure it was good. Ropes, bro. After the first episode, when they bagged Buddy up, and it wasn't even like he wasn't even. Yo, my man's got locked up, and they hit him, and the dudes was in prison. Like, yo, where you from? Nigga said Harlem. Nigga said, y'all heard Harlem niggas some hoes. I said, time out. Time out. Time out. Yo, they did that boy dirty, bro. I, I That was the last episode for me. Last episode. And I went strictly to just, you know, getting the recap and reviews off yeah. lockdown. I'm like, I couldn't get past the first episode. I got the smart notes. Enough is enough. I'm not, yeah. Like, yo, I'm, I'm hit, good. I've hit my max on the I've hit my max. Show. They had the one episode when the dude was in solitary. The whole episode was him going through the face of solitary. Yo, yo. Yeah, I, I lost it. And that was the kid. Oh, that's that's the one that got done the dirtiest. And he wasn't even involved, like in the whole shit. That's crazy. He just he just stuck up for his man's because his man's is younger, and he was figured his man's would go. Well, I mean, his man's is older. His man's was getting arrested, and he was like, "Well, let me go." Yeah, with that's you. what it was. Right. You was with me, and your mom gonna be tight. I'm just gonna go with you down. So, so you be sure. good. And then since he went, there was wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. He just went down to the precinct. And he ended right. up getting put in jail. His friend was so getting arrested. His he was like, "Hey, like I was with him. His his mom is gonna." Like they don't have, they didn't have cell phones back then. So he's like, I'm he with you. And he got thrown in jail. For that? He was the one who got it. They the worst. implicated was, him into that story. They put him into yeah, that. He's the, the only one who got tried as an adult too, because he was older than them. And yeah. he went to real prison. They all went to them. Yeah, he went to real prison. Everyone went to juvenile. He was in there with the grown men. That's where they asked him that, yo, Harlem niggas some whole shit. I was like, no. I'm running it up. I bet on myself. I'm pulling up. I'm chasing my dreams. I'm testing my luck. It's about to take off. You coming? You making some money, then run it up. You about to go shopping and run it up. You popping some bottles and run it up. My bank account on the up and up. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Whose Man's Is This? This podcast is brought to you by six school brothers. Jeff, Julian, Kev, Nick, Shane, and Sam. Intro music by Jacques Lane, outro music by Berlin. 